You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Hello. 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 Welcome to Frank Walker National Tiles. Is that it? Yeah, Frank Walker National Tiles. Um, Do you reckon he moves a bit of fucking tile, that bloke? I hear he's the largest tile provider in the uh, Southern Hemisphere. That much tile. How much tile do you have to shift to be the number one provider? I don't know if he's the biggest tile shifter in the Southern Hemisphere. That was a lie. G'day, mate. Shift tile shifter. Tile. Shift a bit of tile in me time. Oh. Uh. I did actually once, uh, shout out to Mark Roddy. You remember when you're like in your early 20s and you just get a call from a mate being like, hey, do you want to go and shift some tile or something to that effect? Yep. You know what I mean? When there's just like work going. Mm. I got a call from Mark Roddy and he goes, hey, you want to go and shift some tile? Yeah. Uh. I've got a truck that I just rented. Uh. Big old fucking truck. Uh. Come pick me up in the house. Uh. Drove over the bridge. Uh. Jumped onto a roof of some old church. Uh. Shifted some tile. Uh. <laughs> I had to fucking do a whole roof. Like this big fucking roof in like Taramara in 40 degree heat. I remember when Sebo got me on the blower and he was looking for a bit of labouring work and uh, sent him out to some fucking, some apartment building. It was like five or six floors and they couldn't, they couldn't get a scissor lift or something in. They couldn't get a crane. I can't remember and so it was like grunt work and they had to run up flooring maybe and it was it flooring so 40 degree day fire escape shaft flooring over the shoulder like full-on man was it also labor. like sebo where the flooring was really like thin so the heaviness of it like digs into your fucking hands yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah, bit yeah. long. And he was, Sebo was out there with some young bucks, some, some blokes about 22, 23. One of them, a big boy, like strong, you know, just men, young men. Mm. Sebo at the time, probably late 20s, not in the best physical condition. Never has been, with respect. Uh, safe to say, didn't come back for more. <laughs> didn't, wasn't looking to double down. Did you come back for day two, Sebo? <laughs> <laughs> Never. Never. I think he messaged me being like, that was the like longest, like worst day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to labourers. It's fucking tough fucking going. Fucking oath it is. It's hard slog. It's fucking it's tough. There's a, a, there's a period where there's a, there's a part of it that I look back on fondly, but I almost feel like it's the same way they look back on lockdown fondly. Like when you're in it, it's not that great. Well, lockdown was all right at the start. It got pretty old pretty quick. Yeah. I think it'd be like looking back... I, I look back on school fondly, but I think that if you went back to school, it would be fucked. Well, now that you've got freedom on the mind, you know what I mean? But like... Imagine going back to school, what we start? 8.30 till 3.30, yeah. then sport, then prep. Like, obviously I'm explaining a boarding school life here, punters yes. and dribbers, which well, is probably potentially a little bit more involved. I, see, I fucking loved boarding school. I think back to boarding school... Could you imagine doing like, prep every night for yeah, two hours? Imagine Fuck just, that! Yeah but, yeah, but you never did. You remember just living with the boys? I missed living with the boys. That was fucking awesome. But it wasn't as fun as living with the boys after school. No, it wasn't. But there was... No, it wasn't. Because you couldn't sit out on the balcony and smoke cigarettes and drink bags of goon. Yeah. And then go to the pub and come back and eat mushrooms till six in the morning. Like, no, you couldn't it's do that. It's a bit the, different. No, you couldn't do that in the boarding house. It is different. But at that time, you just get up to no good. Well, you're, you're a bit of a scallywag. Yeah. Anyway. Don't know what we're talking about. I don't know what the fuck we're talking. Like, about. I don't know how we got it. I don't know how we got it. I don't know. Oh, Sebo. Oh, Sebo. Sebo. Oh. Good on you, bro. Shout out to Sebo. Shout out to One Sebo. of the greats. No, we're just shouting, shouting you out, out, mate. Just shouting you out. 
Can't couple of mates just shout out a mate. We're just shouting out a mate. Uh, uh, about great. even back. We're about even back. Uh, well, it was be back last night when this comes well, out. I'm saying if you haven't watched it, you go watch it. Fucking the big old Roo joins the club. Big guru. guru. One of the greats. I'm very pumped for the, for the Roo because he brings a bit of balance to things. He fucking hit the ground running. Like, he didn't miss a beat starting the show. I bet I didn't expect him to. Neither did I, but he he's just got started chutzpah. better. Than, but he just started, like, better than you could have hoped. But he's all chutzpah. I know. Look, he is all chutzpah. He started well. He got his gifts. He fucking hung shit on us. He hung shit on Rando, which is always nice. That's an easy way in. <sighs> Fair, oh, it's a layup shitting on Rando. Though. But Rando, <laughs> in defense of him, he had some good stats. Rando came this year with stats that will make... Well, you wet more, or hard, yeah. More depending, random. depending on which sort of uh, aisle you sit in. Mm. He's gone full time, Rando, so he's got more time to give to us. Yes, and we don't mean full time under the Shane Keith banner. He's gone full time content man, which again, they give him a round of a fucking applause. You love to see it. Well done, Rando. Thank Everyone God. just slowly like jumping in. Yeah, it was jump the best in. fucking I like thing. Ju- I like, when we I like, did it. yeah, yeah. Jump in. Someone I saw someone talking the other day. It's like you never forget the day you jump in. You know oh, I, mean? I don't remember the day I jumped in. But the vibe of jumping in. Man. Oh, is, yeah. You know, like when you're able to just quit your job and go all in on the thing you want to do. It's a fucking awesome feeling. It's still a bit anxious, though. It's still a bit of an anxious. Of course thing. there's anxiety, dude. It's, yeah, it's great. Mixed with anxiety. You mean jumping in? Yeah. Fucking oath. Because the unknown, mate. But, but it's the funnest. It's, it's fun, funnest. but I'm having more fun now that the anxiety has passed. Yeah, somewhat. but see, when I jumped in, and maybe different for you, when I was jumping in, I was jumping from a puddle to, like, a puddle I wanted to be in. Yes. You just like the idea of the, the other puddle. And you that's like the not to impugn the puddle I was in because it saved my life during COVID. We've been there, we've been over it. But, like, there's something about not loving what you're doing or not feeling fulfilled and then being able to jump into a puddle of fulfilment. Are we essentially saying to the punter and the dribbler, listen, if you're not loving what you're doing and there's an opportunity to, to move puddles, you won't regret it. That's what, It's about having the opportunity to do it. I understand. I always find it sometimes so annoying when people are like, oi, just fucking have a crack, dude. And you're like, yeah, but maybe I don't know what the fuck I want to do. And I can understand that because that's like, that feeling is real. Where you're like, I hate what I'm doing. I don't know what I want to do, but I fucking hate this. That's, that's your 20s. Well, it's sure. It might be your 20s. It might be your 30s as well. It could be fucking any time. But, but I feel like... If I f- there's something that you're even slightly interested in and there's an opportunity, either you keep it, you, you try and get to work on it whilst you're doing the thing you hate, or if you can jump into another puddle, fucking jump. Anyway, this isn't the bloody uh, motivational hour with Tom and Eddie. No, it's not. You're going to have to offer your mate, though. Like, you can't just... Put him on down. No, you're about to put the lid back in. That's oh, what I picked it up. Well, we'll check the tapes. We saw you picking up the lid. It's a Wednesday afternoon. We've had a grueling three days of work. It's been rather grueling. It's been there's some been grueling elements. It has been. And so biometrics, yeah, yeah, sure. Now we're just trying to we're just trying to unwind, take the edge off. While we're talking about Guru, and this was mentioned on about even the number one betting show on planet Earth out already on the Hello Sport YouTube channel, but Guru signing with Neds. Shout out to fucking Neds for getting their hands on rugby league talent in Rue. Because that's obviously what made it all possible. Yeah, they've got an eye for talent, Neds. They do. You can't knock them for it. They, they eyeballed the stock. They went to the market and they bought the prize and, beast. And they're prepared to pay top dollar for a prize bull. Well, because they know what a prize bull can offer. Yeah. Seed. Elite yeah. seed. Yeah. Ropes. Ropes. 
You're buying, you're buying progeny, you're buying pedigree, you're buying rope, you're buying seed, you're buying loads. Yeah. And that's what you've gotten, Guru. All Root, of the above. Yeah, exactly. Progeny, pedigree, ropes, loads. That's the Guru promise. <laughs> so fuck yeah, you pay top dollar. Because you're going to get top results. Yeah, you are. Speaking of top results, though, of Guru, the punters and dribblers page, when we, we, you and I, we were together yesterday, we were... Well, I can't remember what the fuck we were doing. Film content, man. But a uh, something came across. Our someone desk. came across our desk, and it was from a wily old, a wily fucking uh, dribbler whose name I was going to go look up. But it was like Jaylene Ganane or some shit. Like there was a lot of Jaden Waden. There was like why is he of Ganane stock? I don't know if he's related to the great and powerful Dan Ganane, who we are going to be catching up with in Los that Vegas. That's still happening. Fucking oath it is. Locked in. Yeah. The Thursday. Yeah. Good. I mean, as locked in as anything can be in that environment, right? There's so much shit locked well, in. Well, no, but Ganane's a man of honour. Well, he is, but he might, you know, you never know what could pop up. He's a man of honour. Jaden Linane. Uh, you can forgive me. I was forgiven. an L away. Anyway, the post goes, and so this is, this is a, it's a screenshot from the seven-hour podcast, world record podcast extravaganza. Well, critically acclaimed. Anyone else extremely impressed, but still maybe in the charts, actually. Well, it was it was charting eight in the country it was the about a week it was afterwards. The eighth biggest podcast episode in the country for like five days. That's a shout out to everyone that came on and the dribbler. Anyone else extremely impressed by the amount of bumhole sweat that was left behind on the couch by the one and only rugby league guru? And when he got up and left during the boys' seven-hour monstrosity the other day, and then he's put in an edit about people questioning if it is in fact bumhole sweat. But I, looking at the positioning of it. It's, well, it's all around the asshole. Well, it's been confirmed as bumhole sweat. If you want to hear Guru's sort of take on it, you're going to have to listen to About Even. He does discuss it thing. on About Even. He does. He talks about it. But that thing, I, I mean, fuck, like we... He explains how he got there. Yeah, he does. And he does. I respect a man that, that looks the audience, the punter and the dribbler in the eye and goes, yep. That is bumhole sweat. Well, My listen, hands in the air. If we we've we've we have said this about the punters and dribblers generally, as well as being in the content game generally, you got to take your licks and you got to steer into it, right? If you if you retire away from getting rolled by the dribbler, then you just look like a giant pussy. Now that is not the Rue. We didn't need to tell him. Rue, that. we didn't. Rue knows. No, no, no Rue, Rue knows. knows. I believe Rue comes back in the comments. Tobler, is that correct? I think he might have got a thousand a thousand bagger. Did he get a thousand bagger? He definitely comes back um, in... Yeah, there we are. Oh, there we go. This took longer than I thought it would take to get a bait on this page. Could feel the sweat dripping down my back during the show. It was a tough carry. Guilty as charged. That got more likes than the fucking post. On the th- on the bagger, which is like a 10 extra if, you, if you're selling, buying and selling stocks. That's a thousand likes for you that don't know what we're talking about. How often does that happen, Tobler, if you were to vibe it? Like, do you get something for that? The, the 1,000 comment or the one that it does No, no, than if you get 1,000 likes for something, do you get something? Like, as in, should you get something? Yeah. You get uh, a shitload of points on the uh, oh, yeah, dribbler get, yeah, rating. You get points in the ratings on the page, but are you saying we should give something to someone? Like, do you get a hat if you get a mm, I don't know about that because as the page grows, a thou bag are becoming but that's less why, rare. But that, that's why I asked how rare is it? It's a thou bag a comment... 
is pretty rare these days. Yeah. We've been seeing an increase in thousand like posts. Oh, we have. Like with Tom's photo the other day, that reached almost three. That yeah, was that, um, yeah, but, but a that thousand in rare. a comment. That's a rare post. As that's well, rare post. Right. Exactly. So, but some bum old sweat from the roo, right? I'm actually shocked the post didn't get that. A but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, like, if a thousand, if a thousand likes is the benchmark, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm in a mood to potentially give back to people that are putting great content. Yeah. In the well, group. I mean, listen, can we go? Because to the- let's be honest, if you're talking about the rankings. Who the fuck is beating Scotty Bellotti? Let's no see where the rankings are at. Scotty, has he been quiet of late? And I don't want to... Nah. Scotty's, no. Scotty's got a free pass here. He's a Baggy Green member, right? But, like, I'm just interested to know... I said to him at the, green, at the Baggy Green lunch, I'm like, don't feel like... Don't feel the pressure to be posting every no, day. No, you, should you shouldn't say that to him. Just let him make that decision. You know what he said? I want to, because I go. love it. There you go. That's... That's a man. That's a man. That's a man right there. Um... Sorry, still looking. He Dribbler. had a post last week, I think. A uh, dribbler plus. I have absolutely no idea. Go back up, so below the right. Collage. Up. up ban- oh, band. No, there's a few no, band in it, there. They used to keep it up. <laughs> Tell you what, we've got to start like a side channel for like why people are banned. Because sometimes we get DMs like, why am I banned? I'm like, I don't know. What'd you say? They're like, I didn't say anything. I'm like, well, I don't fucking know why you got banned. Listen, it's hard to know. Tobin, you come back to it. What? Jeez, I missed you, Dave. <laughs> Jeez, your porn should have over yourself there. It's water from the bottom. Condensation, we call that. Condensation? Yeah. Fucking annoying. Um, we'll come back to who's in the top 10. Um, re, uh, old mate. Uh, so basically, you've not my idea on the head. No, no, mate, absolutely not. I don't, I mean, I think we always enjoy an opportunity to give back to the punter and the dribbler. Maybe, I wouldn't mind trying to find a way to give out a cut, like a trucker hat or two. A nut trucker trucker hat. If there's something there that we can try and work out. Well, who's put the po- who's put the most? What about po- truckers? Are there any truckers out there that like, you know, like send in a photo of you and your truck, like or Listen, nominate a trucker who deserves a no, trucker hat? What about this? What about this? If your mate is a trucker, right? Because we all know that without truckers, without trucks, Australia stops. We all know that. And without nut truckers, rugby league stops. That's right. Nominate if, a nut trucker. If nominate, you can either nominate a nut trucker. I think that's what you're doing. Or a trucker. Well, listen, you might be a trucker who trucks nut literally. But listen, I don't mind giving back to some of the fucking truckers out there, mate. Oh, fuck yeah. Because I know for a fact that we are playing right now in, in some truck. of the biggest, greatest trucks this nation's ever produced. Yeah. And there's a bloke sitting there in his singo pumping a dart, double shifting. In the middle, of the, in the, driving across country, in the middle of this... Brown land of ours. Driving cross state, he might be he might be halfway through the Nullarbor. Mate. He might be doing the Brockman Channel. That's right, but do, you know, but giving his all mm. for the country. Yeah. Are you telling me that bloke or Sheila doesn't deserve a Hallowsport nut trucker trucker? Fucking oath they do. Nominate a nut trucker, nominate a trucker, and we're gonna we'll send some out. Yeah. Just out of the goodness of our rugby league hearts. Yeah. Punters and dribblers, we are brought to you by Neds. The best batting platform in town. Um, tell you what, if you've been following along on my profile, because obviously I've been overseas, so I've just been whacking up my bets for about even on the Neds profiles app. You'd see some... I, th- I seem to bet better when I'm not around people and I'm just able to eyeball the talent on game day, see what's happening. It's when I'm able to be as, as, as gifted as I think I am. So basically what you're saying is it's a lot harder to bet almost a week in advance. That is games. what I'm saying, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for example... You could say it's also a 24 hours before a game though, right? 
No, because if you're putting your bets in on Wednesday morning and there's a game Sunday night. There's also a game on Thursday. Yeah, but that, I'm not talking about that one. Right. I'm talking about the other games where maybe, you know, Nathan Cleary doesn't play yeah. or Hines doesn't play. Yeah. Well, Nathan Cleary did play, but Hines doesn't play. Yeah. You get caught out. You do get caught out. You know? You, you do. You get caught if out. If you're following on my prof is what I'm saying is daddy, they are calling me daddy value. And I didn't come up with that either. It's embarrassing. How many bets do you get on the weekend? Two. I got three. <laughs> well, <sighs> but you're not a dad, so they can't call you daddy value. Dad of a dog. Well, you, they could call you doggy style. Value. Doggy value. I don't know. It doesn't really have the same ring to Why? it as daddy value. You've been pettist. Well, it's not pettist. You aren't a father. I'm father of a dog. No, you're not a and father tonka. of a dog. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Shout out to Neds. We love you. Shout out to Neds. Uh, you can follow our profiles on Neds. You can also join the About Even group um, where, the you know, everyone's sharing their bets in there and shit. I actually followed one of Gurus yesterday, uh, which was a Joey Manu away. Yeah, it didn't get up. No, it didn't. He was very lucky that his unit scooper got up. See, I've got a bone of contention next. If that was me, there's no way I'm getting given those nine units. No, but he's he's got it on and the bet stands. Yes. So it's live. The bet's live. Well, I'm just saying I don't know that I would be afforded. This is what Tobler and I were discussing anyway in the green room. I know this is still a live read. This is a bone of contention. I don't think that I would be afforded the same graces where apparently – I'm not getting... So fucking, you think the bet's void altogether? Well, I'm saying you have been robbing me of units even though all my bets were going up last week. Well, no, you, we robbed you of two bets. Two. Right. You didn't put one up for the Titans game or whatever it was and you didn't do a unit scooper. That was all you robbed But I for. did the bets. I no, just you didn't, didn't. You didn't put them up. They went on your profile. They, they weren't went on there. my profile? No. Well, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll show you. There was one game where there was no profile bet. There wasn't. I went through it last week. You didn't do, you didn't do two bets and you lost fucking well, two Tobler units told that's me, it. told me I, none of my, all my bets are void because they're not online. One of them. Okay, so Tobler doesn't even listen. You're right. So that's the problem. That's the problem. We've, we've now uncovered... That you didn't do a unit scooper last week. That was void, so you lost a unit. Yep. And then there was one other bet out of eight. Okay, well, so Tobler's lying. Then. Yes. Tobler's lying to you and I. Correct. Well, he's lying on your behalf. Shocking. Thanks, Nads. Cheers, Nads. Fuck you, Tobler. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Punters and dribblers. It's the most generous podcasters of all here, Tom and Eddie. Here to look after the punter and the dribbler, dribbler and their drinking needs. Mm. It's still rosé drinking season. We know that. It's worth having a couple of bottles laying around. Yeah, I don't expect you to drink it in the driving rain, but I just went outside and the sun's out, baby. Oh, really? Sun's out, bum's out again, and it's fucking hot out there. I'll be losing the jacket, Tom. Mm. I can promise you that. So you need a couple of cases laying around your digs. You just do. Well, it's certainly when you've got guests, you're entertaining. Hey, come round. A couple of Sheila's come round. You want to be able to crack a bottle yeah. and impress? Yeah. Of course you do. Now, you're going to get 50 bucks off each case if you use the code MANLY. That's a gift from Tom and I at hellosport.shop. Six bottles. You're getting $50 off hellosport.shop. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Be prepared. Yeah. And if you're not prepared, you're prepared to fail. It's not the saying, but it's all right. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Got it. Hellosport.shop. Yeah. I wanted to just point out while we were talking Vegas, I don't know if we were talking Vegas, but I just assume we were we because no. we're going to Vegas. I don't know if you remember. I'm trying to get um, comfy. Sorry, man. That's okay. Are you playing with your balls or are you just moving around? I just moved around. I wasn't playing with your balls, no. Because um, you were playing with your balls a lot last episode. Yeah, I was, yeah. That's fine, though. I think, like, well, normalize fixing up your nuts. Hey, hey, listen. We've listen. all got, well, if not my all of us. Nuts, if my nuts are stuck to my leg and it's annoying me, if my nuts are like in me bum hole, yeah. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rearrange. Sometimes you get an under, you, your underline will just like, 
slice a ball. I don't mean slice literally, but like it might be dividing a nut. And so you got to move it. Your boys need to be comfortable. i tell you how I know that. Because you've got balls? Because I've got balls. But also, this is how comfortable nuts like to be. They go, you know what? I'm not going to sit inside the body. I want to hang in a specially designed sack. Mm. Lounge. And hang outside the body. And if it's hot, I want to sink lower. And if it's cold, I want to come up. Can you Google this? I don't, and it would shock me if we haven't already spoken. It wouldn't shock me if we've already spoken this. Testicles apparently don't stop moving. Perpetual motion. Like up, down. Just. Why? Don't know, dude. Fucking is it, as places in, to be. As, as in they, if you were still dead still, they'd be moving Like around. if you sat there and just had your balls in your hand and looked at them, they'd be. So they move on their own because they're temperature sensitive. So like in winter, they'll they're like move a Roomba. No, I, I'm, I'm more than aware that they're temperature, temperature sensitive. They've got to be like two degrees below body temp, but they're always moving. You would have thought that they'd probably pick a spot and stick to it for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Find somewhere, like find a nice rock. Yeah, so a man's body would be constantly monitoring and moving the testicles within the scrotum to make sure they're staying at the perfect temp. Right, but if we find a good temp, like that's if we what I'm find saying. A good why would you? Balls, why would you leave a great temperature? Yeah, that's what I want to like know. Like if you go and lay down in a park, you find a nice bit of sun. If you find a great seat at a pub, you don't just go keep moving around looking for great seats. You go, this is us, boy. Maybe if your legs are closer together as you're walking or something, they're just always on the move and ready. Listen, dude. Whatever my balls need to do to keep fucking hey, I'm, the lights on. We're just trying to unpack this mm. thing. I'm just saying, I don't want him to think I'm Like, if I sit like this, right? Why don't and you stick your hand in your pants, grab your balls, and tell me if they're moving? And I just don't... You want me to do that? Is that a bit uncouth? It's a... But put a blur over his balls. Put a blur over him right now. There you go. Is he blurred up? Yeah, you're blurred. They really? moved as soon as they went into my hand. Because, because they're that's like a different change temperature. of environment. But now... I don't know if they're moving now. Oh. Nah, they're on the move Blur still. me up. Blur me up, Tom. No, they're still on the move, the boys. Listen, they move just it's it's and it's it's marginal sometimes. Oh, it's marginal movement. Like they're not fucking darting around the place. No, they're not darting around. Listen, I think they might be a bit overblown. They're, they're on the move, certainly, but I think that they're probably pretty happy to find a happy they Maybe find a like space they like. Sloths though. Sloths move, but they move at a snail's pace. I think if they find somewhere they like, they're prepared to stay for a while. You can unblur us as well. Um, now, I don't remember what we were talking about before. I just, Liam Brennan, Vegas odds. He did some Ned's Vegas odds. That's yep. what he thinks will happen in Vegas. Read them down to me, mate. Some Hello Sport novelty markets. Now, these aren't actually on Ned's, sadly. Uh, so he's got Neil So at $501 to earn a baggy green. He is going to be in Vegas. Apparently he might be on our flight. Potentially. And I hope to Christ he's saddled up to one Tommy Tobler over there, squishing him into his seat. I... But there's a world where he doesn't have a no, green no, over no. there. Mate. That's value. I don't think he will, but like five. No, but, but listen, he'll be, we'll be in the same city, which is a tick. He may do something so bold, so beautiful, that he earns one. Who knows what he's 500 to one is... I reckon that's, that's, that's I'd value. Be, I'd pound that if it was actually a market. Hello, sport to be invited to manly events. One hundred and one. I'd actually. I reckon I'd you, switch those. I'd two. switch those. I'd switch those. Yeah, we. I'd, I think we're no fucking chance. Ooh. I don't know if we're. We've we've already been over that. I don't know if we're on the nose, but it's fine. When we are not going to any manly events, I we've would been say. put it this way: we've been invited 
to absolutely fucking nothing. No. Well, we've been invited to <laughs> media scrums with every other fucking... Like, we're not media. I know we are technically, but no, we're not. But so we're like, I think we've got media scrums. But is that just... Was that just opened up by our... Yeah. Uh, NRL media accreditation? Well, we had direct communication with the club. But it's like, come to this thing that everyone else is coming to. I'm not complaining. I just am talking about whether we would be able to go to dinner with Hugh Jackman and the boys. Are you, say, are you, sort of, are you saying in, in a way, Tom, that we haven't been made to feel special? I don't have to be made to feel special, but fuck it, it'd feel nice. To feel special. I brought it up with him. I go, fuck, mate. Couldn't get to the bloody dinner with Jacko. And obviously the man that we were dealing with who's a good fella has absolutely nothing to do with whether we're invited or not. And he just sort of laughed along and he's like, yeah, I know. So like, deaf ears. Our cries, our pleas have fallen on deaf ears. And continue to. Continue to. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> we won't be getting invited. 101 though, that's short. Hugh Jackman podcast guest, 21 bucks. I think it's probably a little bit longer than that, but... 21 bucks, I tell, I tell you what, they believe in us. They believe in us. There's a part of me that feels like, I mean, if we can find a way just... if we've just, Tobler has a mic on him at all times. We see fucking Jacko. Which he will, or he's sacked. Yeah, we go Jacko. Huge Manly fans. If Jack we run into Hugh Jackman, I reckon we can make it happen. Yeah. But it's about getting into the same vicinity as the great man. Which, which may be possible. But I'm, it's got to be close. Reach out and touch your stuff. Yeah, yeah, and and like you can't sight him on the on the horizon. No, no, no. I'm not like I'm not going to run. I'm not I'm not running after him. Tobler will. Yeah. Tobler will run after. Tobler will run after. I bring my runners. Yeah, you might need to fuck. Have you? Hat. Did you ever reach out to Mitch Stark again? No, I haven't. I hit him up a couple of like three or four times, yeah, and that was too bro. many. Now I'm, I'm. Did you giving him, him the silent treatment as well? Huh? You hit him up from our account? Yeah. But then is that like the two or three times from our account? Uh, potentially. Yeah, I did. Because it was just following up on the same conversation. Oh, I thought you were doing it from your personal. So I'm not happy about that. Mm, that's tough. You've made us look bad. You've made us look silly. Uh, well, no, he gave us his word. And then gave me the silent treatment. fight carrot cake 5'10". It's not happening. I don't fight cakes. I eat them. And I ain't <laughs> fucking... <laughs> I ain't eating that shit. <laughs> Tobler to re-dye his hair, 210. Maybe we do get him to dye his hair in Vegas. In Vegas? That's a bit too much admin. No, it's not really. Dye what colour? Orange? Yeah. Nah. Or maroon for the seagulls. Oh. I like that. Maybe. What if we get him a maroon mohawk? And then, and then the blonde is sort of white. I like it. Shave it, maroon mohawk. Do you think you'll be up to you'll be able to do that in Vegas? You don't think we'll be able to get you to a hairdresser? I reckon we can. Well, yeah, maybe so. while we're at you too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you, know, you keep asking if you're coming? I asked once because no, I, I wasn't 100 percent sure. Am I coming to you too? Like yes. Well, what do you think? I had a feeling that you would wouldn't buy me a ticket. Why? What do you what, what, like? It's what, coming out of your pay. Yeah. But, oh, oh, that's you, fine. You're getting docked, but what yeah, makes you fine. think that you're fucking? Yeah, yeah, your work dads wouldn't have bloody brought you. It along. just depends if you unlock the handcuff from the desk. At well, that's the true. You know what? It hotel. depends on whether you've. If got you your lose work, the key, I'm depends fucked. on whether you've got your work done. It'll it'll be output dependent. Yeah. If you get over there and start slacking, and you're like, "Oh fuck, I'm running behind. <laughs> I can't get this video done." Well, trust me, I'll find someone. I'll get fucking. I'll get Ruben Garrick on the blower. And I'll bring my. Can I bring my? Well, I saw Connor Watson the other day looking glorious. He can come. Yeah, it's true. To I mean, make us look hotter. There, but he's Ruben, manly player. True. I love Connor, but like Ruben Manley player. Is Connor going to play the game for the Roosters? 
Who knows? Maybe we find like one of the five from each team that isn't playing. Is Brad Parker going? I don't know because he's named in the side that's playing this weekend. What day is Manly playing? Saturday. Saturday. He got some time. Shout out to KO. All games live and had free. Uh, Eddie to talk over the top of everyone a dollar eighty, and that's that's uh, that's short. Like that's probably gonna it's guaranteed. Listen, if you've got a hundred grand, put it on. Put it on because you're gonna you're gonna make eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, listen, I think if you can prove to a bank that you're good for it, I'd take a loan out. Put a hundred put it put a hundred grand on that. Get every penny you can get. Hit up your mum, your dad, your miso, and pound that until the market closes yeah. because there will be liquidity issues. You'd imagine. Just because of the weight of the money coming at that. That's a no-brainer. I'll have a look at that too. Um, and then, last but not least, Tom to miss games due to illness. Not anymore. That just doesn't happen anymore. Well, not anymore. And thanks to our good friends at Good Day. Yeah, our good friends at Good Day Daily Multivitamins. That just doesn't happen. It just doesn't. Because why? It's a multivitamin that boosts your immunity to elite levels. Yep. Elite levels. Right here. You might be watching the uh, YouTubes. Feel it in your hand. Look at that. Look at that. <sighs> look at that. Comes in a box. Tick, 30, ready to go sachets. Even if you don't have an opportunity to mix it at home, whack a sachet in the pocket. Whack it in the pocket, whack it in your bloody tote bag, whatever you got. Tote bag is mainly for our friend over there, Cody. I'm sure he's a tote bag guy. He's an Erskineville guy. He's an Erskineville tote tote bag guy. We actually might start a line of Cody totes. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Cody totes. Look at that. Good day, Sasha. You pound that into a fucking glass of water, bottle of water, shake that shit up. You don't get sick. Now, I can't make that as an absolute rugby league promise. I feel like that would be... Uh, but you haven't been sick since you started but taking it. I haven't been it. sick That's since you started taking it. And neither so, have I. No. Nah. And neither has Tobler. Listen, proof's in the pudding, punters and dribblers. Make smart decisions. Start looking after yourselves. That's an order. Back to Vegas. Yeah. We are going on Monday. We are talking about it a lot. We are excited. Yeah. We have got a lot of content lined up. We have got a lot of fun things lined up. Tom and I... Um, are expi- excited to to take our son overseas for the first time. Yeah. Is that correct? It is. Pretty exciting. Yeah. Uh, Guru's joining us. Yep. A lot in the pipe. So keep your eyes peeled on the socials, on the tubes, Our show will on be the done podcast. from over there. Well, we're doing our Monday potty will be done from here. Then we fly out Monday night. Then we'll do about even from over there. And then we'll do like our Thursday potty, I think, will just be an amalgam of fucking whatever content. Cunts, you'll be there. drowning content. Yeah. Drowning. Vlogs and shit. Anyway, that's Vegas. Sorry to harp on about it, but in case you haven't been following, we are going to Las Vegas. For seven nights. Seven glorious rugby league nights. My wife, your wife, they they realise that work and duty calls. What's Jenny reckon? She's excited for me. She just doesn't want me to get into any trouble. Specifically at the strip clubs. <laughs> Specifically at the strippers. <laughs> but strippers? I said, I said, don't we worry won't be going to the strippers. That's what I've been telling strippers, her. Strippers, dude. Jenny just her. doesn't want you to get... Also, like... Does trouble mean she just doesn't want you to go to the strippers or she thinks that if you were to go to the strippers that you might, like, get yourself into trouble? No, she just... She doesn't think I would, that I'm aware of, but I think it's sort of... Yeah, she doesn't like the She idea. doesn't want you to get into the... <laughs> <laughs> beat that. Just beat that. <laughs> just beat that. But, yes. <laughs> no? So she just doesn't want you to go to the rippers. Just a look, don't touch policy. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Well, yeah, I mean, you're not going. We're not getting you a prostitute, mate. 
He doesn't want me to fuck any hookers over there. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, okay. Yeah. That's a I mean, that seems fucking, reasonable. That's, that's I've been trying to put our mind request. at ease. Jenny, dude, you don't have to worry, babe. Jenny, Jenny. Uh, no on, renters. A, that's a Hello Sport that's promise. That's a Hello Sport promise. No rooting on it. You, want, you think Manly was strict on the players. Tobler can't fucking pull his penis out. <laughs> We're making him wear nappies over there. He's going to be working so hard. So don't you worry about a thing. We will allow him to take his penis out for showers, though. Yeah, that that'd be nice. No. Okay, there you go. Sorry, he's going to be showering in wet nappies. <laughs> what if we just don't let him shower? He doesn't need a shower. No, he doesn't need a shower. He's not going to fucking work up a sweat. Yeah. Anyway. You can baby wipe. Yeah, get him some baby. I'll bring just some over. I've got heaps of baby Pump wipes. the yeah, air perfect, con. Perfect, yeah. Perfect. DO showers. Under the arms, just around the nuts and the butt and stuff. Perfect. That's fine, right? Yep. Pretty good. All right, great. Now, this is a funny yarn, but it's also like, it's not grubby yarn, but it's like media beat up yarn. And I saw it yesterday um, and I can't remember where. Maybe it was even in the Men's Women's Weekly. Mm. But a video surfaced on Instagram yeah. of a friend of the show, Jerome Luai, at a wedding throwing up into a jug. Jerome and the, and the wedding. I know, right? Jerome and the wedding. Now, I need context. I'm imagining Tom, he's sitting at a table, wedding table, he's a guest. Is he, is he, is he front and centre? This is, is this on the slide? They didn't have the video in the, uh, in the article. It was just a photo, a still, but apparently it was shared by a friend of his. And he's gone the big boot? And he's booting into a jug, it looks like, and his friend's sort of taking the piss Does out of it. Does he fill it up? Well, the thing is, it's not a video, Ed, so I don't know. But he's vomited into a jug. But is the photo taken post or pre or during the it's vomit? It's not. He's, uh, like, as Tobler brings it up, if he ever finds it or how to find the top 10 on Facebook. Um, Facebook's changed the rules, by the way. They only give you the last 28 days. So that was zucked, that list. So top 10's gone. Top 10, like, all-time group contributors is gone. Lucky Scotty was head and shoulders. Yeah, lucky it wasn't close. Um but it was Why like, do they change things at Facebook? Why can't things just remain as they are? We enjoyed it. Yeah. What's we the were point? having a good time. What's the point of taking that away? Because now, Tobler's got to do complex maths to work out who the number one contributor is. Well, I'll tell you what it probably is. It's probably someone, and I'm just, I'm just telling you how I think it went. Someone in Meta, sitting there, justifying their role, going, I've got to do something. I can't sit here. I'm in charge of Facebook group rankings. That's my job. And to justify my position, to justify my salary, I need to keep changing this fucking thing. Can I, and this is off topic, punters and dribblers, sports show, we will get to some. When you want to talk about justifying your job, can, oh, I've got to mute this TV here. Uh, justifying your role... I was driving up Oxford Street on Friday night. My wife and I celebrated our three-year anniversary, which Congratulations. was actually Monday, and we both forgot about Congratulations. it. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, but on Friday... You didn't really, because you went out on the Friday night. Yeah, but on the day that it was, she literally sent me a message at fucking like four o'clock in the hour going, lol, happy anniversary. And I was like, Ugh. Anyway, Oxford Street now, Sydney, very Sydney-centric thing here. I apologise. I just need to talk to Eddie about this. So if you want to just like tune out for a second, you can. I should have a chat with me, mate. Oxford Street, Taylor Square, Courthouse, toward the city. Yep. They have now changed it for two lanes each way mm -hmm. to now three lanes out of the city, one lane in. And driving fucking home the other night, the traffic coming towards the city was fucking pumping. 
all the way back towards Bono Junction and shit. And I was the Uber driver. I go, what the fuck's this? And he goes, dude, no idea, but it's chaos. Where was that? Like, was that ever calling for like, oh, we need this? The lane distribution here is incorrect. I have no idea what you're talking about. There's three lanes there, and so that no, in, no, no. In the morning, on the way into the city, the bus lanes open, and then it's closed in the afternoon, no, vice dude. versa. So what you're hearing now is what you're hearing from your friend now is, is that? But there's railings and shit up the whole fucking thing on Oxford Street. Yeah. No, so from no? Taylor Square. There's, I'm sure there's concrete in the middle. No, there's not. Never. No. So, where it was two lanes out, two lanes in, it's now they've fucking taken one lane and so now it's three lanes towards Jungo, one lane into the city. I'm, and you don't need to even know what this fucking is, but it's just when people are trying to look like they're doing something, a la let's remove nine holes from Moore Park, fuck me dead, it just, it, it boils, it boils my piss. While we're on nine holes been removed, and I believe it's eight holes been removed from Moore Park Golf Course. No, because it's you know how it goes nine, ten. So they're just going to get rid of that whole side. It's getting rid of that eight side. You know how you, you know uh, how you finish nine, ten. Uh, yeah, they keep yeah, it yeah, nine, yeah. ten. Oh, okay. So it's, they're getting rid of eight. Okay. I was led to believe we're dancing today, baby. So put your fucking tap shoes on, put your and dribblers. Off. Put them on. Strap your tappies on. Strap. India tappies. Is there a lawyer, high profile, bit of whisper about him? Is he Kerry Lloyd of the Stars? No. Second tier. Second fiddle, but still got a bit about him. No one's... You're saying, is he second tier? No. Is he first tier? This guy is second tier. Fuck me dead. Has apparently looked into alleged corruption... Alleged corruption and is fighting the fight. No, really? Of the good people of all the the fans and the visitors and the participants and the lovers and the friends of the Moore Park Golf Course because they smell bullshit when they see it. And I believe there's a lawyer that's come involved to help fight the good fight. Is that true? Now, while Topper looks that up, we go back to Jerome Luai, dancing shoes, punters and dribblers. Tap shoes, tap shoes, tap, tap shoes. shoes. I, and again, like, I don't... I just... I wonder, like, the intelligence level of friends of Jerome Luai who... Take a video of him at a wedding booting into a jug, allegedly, what it looks like, and putting that on Instagram. You like, need some assistance, pal. Ambulance, ambulance check. check at Jerome Luai. Now, the article I read was like they're friends, they follow each other on Instagram, blah, blah, blah. But you're like, who the fuck does, like, at, at what point do you not realize if you're mates with Jerome Luai, like, maybe, like, look after him? Like, as in, don't put that on Instagram. That's probably how you and I'd operate, Tom. But we we aren't necessarily. Well, we've got a rule which we've only broken maybe twice. Maybe twice. Definitely once with you and Scope. Yeah, definitely. Is that when we're out and about, we don't post anything because we usually look like we're off our guts. We well, never no, are. You, no, we're never drunk. But it looks like it, and it's a you know, it's not necessarily a great look. We have been close to posting many things. In fact, we have posted many things. We've posted one thing that didn't upload. It didn't upload, and thank Christ it didn't. It would have been been disastrous. (laughs) But, um, you know, like to have someone like posting that for you, like would he be like, oi. My point is. Mark Brzezki. Different friends behaved in different ways. Yeah, but you need to you need to fucking be a little bit smarter about that. Luai, he's had a rugby league skin full and he's booting into a fucking beer jug. 
And I always like with these articles, the one he's, I read in the men's He's women. filled, geez, have to be at least a third. Yeah, it's about a third, I'd say. And that, that would be mid-boot. But these articles always like, the one on men's women's week, it was like, the father, the 27-year-old father of three. Like, I feel like that's a little unnecessary. Like, because he's got a couple of kids, he can't... Did, have... they, did they talk about how many kids Barnaby Joyce has? Exactly right. I don't know if they did. The father of five fucking member, leader of the Nationals, who's, you know, going, oh, I've got weird medication, it's mixed me up. Well, like, I'm sure when they gave that medication, they said, don't go get flogged in Canberra. I don't think <clears throat> anyone was buying that he was on drugs. Like, he was, it was his medicine. I think he's full of the gills that... Just a and listen. That's I, my opinion. But I also don't really care either. Those I could be like pearl clutching outrage. Like, no, nah, it's not a great look for Barnaby. But outside of that, Why? who gives a fuck? He's on his own terms. What I mean is, it's on. But that's it, right? He's on his own terms. So if that's what he wants to do, like, okay, he's not offending anyone. He's not upsetting anyone. If you're offended by that from Barnaby, I tell you what, his constituents would probably love it. He's a New England man. He is a New England man. There might be a different way of looking at this, Tom. Is this a marketing ploy, one of the greats... Get me re-elected. ...from Barnaby Joyce to get re-elected by his constituents who put a premium on that sort of behaviour? Well, listen, I don't want to... And I'm to... speaking in general terms here. Yeah. All I'm assuming is, and I think rightfully so, that the people of Tamworth, Armadale, etc., don't mind a bloke who's prepared to go out... And rip and tear every now and, and then. And now I'm not saying that this is a, uh, a hallmark of Barnaby Joyce, nor the great New England people. But country folk generally put a premium on getting flogged. Correct. Rums, cartons, driving after a couple. And I'm not condoning it, but they don't seem to give a fuck. Well, I mean, out in the bush, it can be hard to get public transport, Tom, or an Uber. That's probably where that comes in. We're not condoning drink driving. We all, all we're saying is, if you're at a country party, it's not unlikely for a 1.25 OP bottle of rum to come out. And disappear as quickly as it arrived. Correct. It's also not that strange. The morning after a massive country party, for you to wake up at like 7 in the morning to take a piss and realise that the entire paddock that was once filled with people and cars is now empty. And everyone's got up and gone home. Well, because they get up with the birds, Tom. It's fucking insane. I was always like, where's everyone gone? And they're like, everyone's driven home. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I was planning on sleeping in this paddock for another four hours. Yeah. And then you feel like a freak. Correct. So all we're saying is Barnaby is playing to the crowd. He's speaking to his audience. He's speaking playing to, to his, his base. Audience. Speaking to the base. And he knows the base is going to celebrate and acknowledge that a man... Or woman should be able to get flogged on their own terms if they're not upsetting anyone else. In the nation's capital. If he was out there screaming at people and spitting rum on bystanders, different story. But he's got his feet up after a long day in the boots and he's on the blower. Not a big deal, I don't think. Now, how does this tie into with Jerome? I'm not sure it does. I, I, no, I tell you why it does. Because no one's fucking having a, no one's bringing up how many kids Barnaby has. That's exactly right. He's got what six? Has he got four from a first marriage? Two from the second? Has he got a fresh? Uh, he's a got fresh two. Fr he had a freshie when he was obviously the infidelite, uh, and then I think maybe a second freshie oh, once doubled, everything was ratified. So he's doubled down once everything was a fish. Jeez, that's head noise city though, isn't it? 
He was like fucking 50 when he had his second. He's like new kids. Hey, beautiful. Life coming into the world, you know? It's a wonderful thing. All I'm saying is... God's gift, Tom. Let Jerome fucking throw up into a beer jug. He's got six. There you go. Four and five with the new wife. He's got more than Jerome. Four with the other. I do not have a problem with Jerome Luai of three prems in a row fame having a bit of a boot at a wedding. I would assume he's booting because he's ultra fit. That's it, right? He can't handle piss because he's a fucking finely oiled machine. Hand on heart, I threw up a couple of weeks ago. There you go. It happens. I'm a finely oiled machine as well. Mine might have been related to time in the saddle, times cocktails consumed. Times sugar in system. Times sugar in system. Times lack of food. Yeah, times lack of food, times change of scenery, but lights I think confusing you, But I me. think you even talked about that on this podcast, Tom. And what did, what did the audience do? Didn't bat an eyelid. I, look, there were no Daily Mail articles about me. Thank heavens. Father of two, slightly overweight, boots, <laughs> boots, boots in, in mate's bathroom. Boots in mate's bathroom. Uh, and forgets to clean it up. There was no article like no, no, that. Yeah, yeah forgets to, well, not forgets to clean it up. From, from all reports, I did a good job there, but forgets to go home. Shame on Daily Mail for this article. For shame. For shame. I'm, I stand with you, Jerome. Yeah, if you want to boot at your mate's wedding, good for you. At least you're booting into a jug and not over someone's That's dress. That's it. He's self-aware enough. To go, you know what? We also don't know whether he didn't have a fucking dodgy cocktail, like a dodgy clam or a dodgy bloody oyster or a bloody... Might have been a Bulldogs fan there. Hates the hates the Panthers. Correct. Might have been an Eels fan there. Dodgy hors d'oeuvre. That's right. An oyster might have got the shackles in. So the intention here, I just feel like it's unfair. Now, obviously, there is at least four or five vodka orange juices in the shot, maybe six, and a half. There's jump. six, Tom. There's six there. Um, one or well, seven if you count the empty one. Um, and then a half jug of something else, which might be like a... Well, pin, well, it's a bit light for pin, maybe guava. It looks like it could have cruiser in that bitch. Yeah, it's full of something sugary. That's for sure. But I just think, you know, get off his fucking back. Shout out to Jerome. Shout out to Jerome. Stand with Jerome. Now, did you find the lawyer? Couldn't find anything on no. the lawyer looking into the corruption. The only thing I could find was an opinion article written by Duncan Fine, who is a um, special counsel lawyer. It's been like a lawyer for 30 years. He's very high profile that was talking about why it shouldn't be used as a park and the potential cause that they'll eventually redevelop the remaining nine holes into apartment buildings, but cannot find a thing about someone looking into it. Now, did you actually read that or do you think that maybe he's right and you've got your wires crossed? Bye, Seb. See you, mate. Maybe the information relayed to me was slightly inaccurate, but that's what I was told. Okay, you were told that. Or read. Now, either well, either. I can't, I can't be sure. No, you can't be sure. Well, hopefully there's some legal, legal, you know, getting into their work as we speak. Is there a petition? Funnily actually? enough, though, but yeah, funnily... Is a petition. Is petition? Yeah, I think there, there is. is. Went for a run the, uh, the other day around uh, the parklands and around the golf course and stuff. Happy to report... Fucking empty as usual. Oh, really? So not packed. Happy to report fucking empty as usual. So good to see that it's... Also, as well, just want to mention this. Just worth mentioning. It was great that I... In, in the run, Tom, so I basically went around the, the part of the, the golf course that has been... Uh, earmarked. Mar- earmarked for Parkland. It is... 
a three-minute walk probably to, the, to, to Centennial Park mm. from there. Mm. Probably three minutes. And as we've said time and time and time and time and time again, and time. that park is fucking empty. So I can't help but feel like the big C, and that's not cancer, punters and dribblers, may be involved here. No, you mean, you mean, oh, you mean, I thought you meant big C is in Christopher Mins. He is involved. No, but the no, big you C. Meant, you meant, uh, you meant uh, C, ruption. Yeah, it ends in ruption. Yeah. Can't help but feel like the big C, any interruption is involved here. It is and that's a, so close to Centennial Park, this place. I'd forgotten how fucking close it is. Mate, what is it? And that place is it's a, empty. Do you reckon it's a fucking 54? 54 degree from, from... Do you reckon you could hit a 54? What is it? Is it Mate, a, is it if you, if you, seven iron? If you or shoulders nine, all brawn... Got onto one. Ripped a fucking driver... You'd be you'd be there or thereabouts. I reckon I could drive the ball three minutes. Easy. A three minute walk. Easy. If I got onto it. Easy. We know I can get onto it sometimes. Easy. Shocked me how fucking close it is. Shocked me to my core. Shocked me to my core. So I refuse to believe it's anything other than the big C. Allegedly. It's my belief. It's a belief. It's what I believe. Allegedly. Listen. Just covering bases, dude. Sure. Consider my bases covered. Just a quick one to you, Eddie. Um, and I don't want people to get the wrong impression here that we all we do is so head to smack tequila. But is there any more tequila here? There, there is. Okay. We, we, we were gifted some of the baby ring along lunch. I will go and get some with some fresh ice. Punters and dribblers, if you want to support a cause that has has become close to our hearts, realistically, yeah, no, it has. Change.org, retain more park golf courses, a championship 18-hole course to be enjoyed by everyone. I don't want to see something that's now used handed over to for disuse. Cuts. For disuse. I don't want to see it. And the proof is in the pudding. If you walk in parts of the Centennial Park that aren't on the main circuit where people ride or run, it's fucking empty. And if you don't believe me, go and look yourself. Yeah. And all the surrounding parks there. We've been over this. It's fucking ridiculous. They got 16,670 signatures. Their next Not goal. enough. We Not need enough. more. Next goal, 25,000. Sign this fucking petition. Well, you know what? We got a fucking uh, link tree. Let's put the link in our bio. If you want to go and sign it, it's going to be in there to make it very easy for you motherfuckers. Fuck these dogs. Fuck them! Now, Eddie. Yeah, bro. I know that, like, we've been talking probably for, like, a little while now on this podcast, but I'd like to officially start the podcast now Yep. with a hearty congratulations for our close personal friend, grandson of God, son of Christ, St. Peter Volandis, baggy green member, and did I mention close personal friend, <laughs> who has just re-signed on as ARL... C chairman, ARL commission chairman, whatever you want to chairman, chairman of the commission for three more rugby league years. Is a rugby league year does that does that mirror the conventional? Uh, yes, it does. Uh, astronomical. Astronomical. Well, yes, it does. Okay. The, Ju- just, Judeo, I, the Judeo-Christian calendar. Well, just I mean, I mean, just grandson ter- of God, son of Christ. Well, in terms of laps around the sun. Yep, it does. So three laps, rugby league years. Now he's just on for three more. He did say. 
in an article. Now, I don't know, like, I know Pete very well, right? So I can tell when he's being cheeky and when he's being serious. And I don't know if he's being cheeky here or if he's being serious, but he did say... Uh, you know the difference. So is he being cheeky? Well, I don't know because it was in the written word. It's hard to tell intention. You know what I mean? Sarcasm. But he did say he may not see out the three years. Signed for three years, may not see out the three years as ARL commission chairman. But firstly, congratulations and a hearty one at that. Well done. The second thing, Eddie, and Tobler will need to get the article up because I didn't read it. But. Great. Well, no, I didn't want to read it. I wanted to. I wanted to be. Uh, you wanted it fresh. I wanted it fresh. But apparently, we are now the number one game in the country as rugby league posts the greatest financial year in the game's one hundred and sixteen year history. So, from a profit, from a surplus perspective, yeah. from profit perspective, from so seven hundred million revenue. Revenue, but also had their so biggest we, year so in profit. Biggest but, year prof, biggest year rev. Right, that's great. And credit to the administrators, credit to the executive board, yeah, the C suite, uh, the C suite, Tom, that we like to refer to them. Credit to the fans, credit to the players, credit Clubs. to the volunteers, the volunteers, Tom. mate. They're the heart and soul. Heart and soul. Credit to everyone involved with the game, who everyone who loves the game for spitting out elite numbers, seven hundred million revenue last year. Now I have a question. What have we bested the AFL in? Is it revenue or prof? Not the same thing. We've definitely beat them in most watched viewership. Take it. Take that. Yeah, you do. Take that. Take that. I uh, did just see the headline: Australia uh, NRL now number one sport in the country. That's got to be off viewers, right? It's not off attendance. Well, I, I, I think we can just Listen, we we, we, can we just, happily concede. We can acknowledge that it's not off attendance, but we also acknowledge that one game is better to watch on TV, so it's easier to not attend. AFL only been to one game. Swans record win. It was a good watch. It was. It was. We were in good company. We were. Shout out to Scully. His team sucks. And Dan. And Dan. Australian representative Dan. Australian representative. He made the Australian fucking fistball team. Get fucked. Didn't I tell you that? No, you Maybe didn't. Maybe you were away. You did not tell Bro, me that. Bro, so Scoey and Dan, shout out to Scoey and Dan. Um, back chat. Back chat. They're a phenomenal podcast and podcast friends. Um, they, in, they entered a fistball team. Like they created a West Australian fistball team. Um, right? Yeah, you know, I remember. The Western Fisters. Yep. They then entered the national champs. And then from that, the Australian fistball team was selected Scoey was telling us Dan wasn't even in the starter, starting side for the Western Fisters. They had some guy who was like a defensive player who was like doing well and he just – he didn't fucking rise to the occasion. I'm not – that's the – I'm paraphrasing here. I'm sure he used more uh, um, generous terms about the guy that didn't turn up for his state. So he brings on fucking Lil Dan Const who just is all mongrel, all calves and mongrel. And carves them up. Carves and mongrel, and he carves them up. He gets picked for the Australian side. And when's he representing dude, the he nation? he represented him in fucking New Zealand the other day. He went. <laughs> yeah, dude. Did we get the chocks? I didn't ask him, actually. I was DMing him the other day. Let that me... is extraordinary stuff. Shout out to Dan. That's unbelievable. 
Tobler, have you got any more information on why what rugby the league's fuck? the greatest game of all? He's deleted all of his Instagram posts. I don't know why that is, Dan, but that's fucking weird. But if you go to look at this, that's in playing for Australia. New Zealand men. Oh my god. He's in all the kit too. He's a fucking representing the nation. Love it. Absolutely love it. Now I don't know exactly what the fuck fistball is, but I will say this. Scoey, uh, premiership winner with the Western with the West Coast Eagles. Wasn't selected. Was not selected for Australia. There you go. Didn't make it. And I think initially So the kid can fist. The kid can fist, dude. I'm not shocked that Dan can fist. He strikes me. Most people listening haven't met him. When you meet him, you think to yourself, first thing you think is that bloke can fist with the best of them. That kid can fist. Now, we've met a couple of fisters in our time. Couple. But not heaps. And he's a fister, that kid. None as close as this one. He's a fister, that kid. None as quality as... Dan Const, Mr. Fister. Now, Tobler, what do you got? Uh, it's hard to find the comparison with the AFL numbers. So why are we number one, though? There must be a reason, or they just written that. You've been, you're on the Daily Telegraph website? Yeah. Um, like, we've got a massive operating surplus of 58.2 mil. Uh, the revenue was a $107 million improvement. 18% increase on the previous year. Um Built net assets worth up to Have they got AFL's uh, revenues there? They don't. So I'm right. looking into the AFL one now. Breaking it'd news. Be, it'd be hard to go past the AFL with an extra fucking game around. Breaking news. Yep. Danica Mason and Liam Knight narrowly avoid a fender bender en route to Sydney Airport early Wednesday. A fender bender? They just almost had a car crash. This is uh, This is Men's Women's Weekly here. I just felt like I had to mention it. As I looked for PVL, confidential spies report Mason was being driven by her football aflame for her flight to Las Vegas for the NRL's historic season opener. We will be there. I don't know if we mentioned that. Uh, I'm not going to read the next bit because they're just trying to link two stories. Um, Liam's car was clipped, though, says an onlooker. They are talking about Jake Duke for some reason, though. I'm just going to leave that out. Uh, <laughs> Just going to lead that out. But it is good to know that they... That seems to me like an article where they've gone, there's some fucking spicy journo yarns around at the moment. Let's just talk about how Liam Knight almost got hit by... Liam Knight almost got in a car crash, but he didn't. But how about everything that's going on? Let's run with an article where Liam Knight almost gets in a car accident. Yeah. But doesn't. With new flame Danica Mason. Shout out and wish them all the best. Oh, Absolutely. I'm a huge fan of Danica. Mason. Liam Knight, a friend of the show. He is a friend. I've never met Danica personally, but she seems like a lovely woman. And an incredible professional. Great at her job. Elite. Now, tying that into other stories in that involve rugby league media personalities, I think it's a little uncouth. It's a little bit, it's a little bit opportunistic. I think it's very opportunistic. Not, I that think, I, not that I know of any other stories going around just saying it. But if you were to. If there were any other yarns going around, that seems like an opportunistic way to, to sort of mesh them together. I haven't seen them, though. There's any big yarns. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, if there are any huge, juicy yarns going around. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, God. Any milky yarns going <laughs> You wouldn't, yeah. Nah, that's uncouth. That's fucking inappropriate, dude. That's not on. Um, anyway, uh, like, good to hear. Happy to hear Liam did not get an offender bender. Uh, Let's go back to the PVL. original PVL. I just like <laughs> that St. Peter Volandi's son of uh, Christ, grandson of God, has come in, taken the sport from, you know, just moments away from bankruptcy and turned it into the behemoth it is today. You can say whatever the fuck you want about St. Peter Volandis, but you can't argue with the numbers, with the figures, with yeah. what he's delivered. You can't. You can sit there and whinge and whine and go, well, he's not my cup of tea. Sure. If you don't enjoy a nice ice cold Pepsi Max over some mud crab and some lobby, that's your own issue. Okay? Yeah. But you can't argue with what the man's done for the game because he's fucking delivered. If and it's you, as simple as that. If you're morally opposed to fucking housing mud crab and Pepsi, like if this, if that, if that rubs you the wrong you, way, yeah, yeah. Then, if, that gr- if that grinds your yeah, gear, then PVL's not the man for you. He's not, he's not your, if he's not your cup of no, tea, no. mate. Okay. If you're if you're offended by a fucking slick, smooth operator in fucking, oversized suits, in oversized suits. Guzzling down Pepsi Max while he slurps down fucking a dozen of Sydney Rock's finest. If that offends you, bruh. Then not the man for you. We can't help you. We can't help you. But even if you are offended by a man in oversized suits with a bit of swagger that knows everyone, one of the great networkers all time that doesn't mind three or four Pepsi Maxes sitting with some fucking mud crab, with some lobster, and with some of the best oysters you can find in this nation, if that guy offends you, sure. But you can't argue with that guy's numbers. No. Now, he's t- he wants to turn the game into a billion-dollar empire. So uh, he it. says that they're going to buy up even more hotels as part of his NRL Monopoly master plan. Can I tell you something, Tom? When, when I saw that they'd bought the seafood restaurant on Caxton Street, my original thought was, geez, that's interesting. A, a mud crab connoisseur buying a sea is this is this for personal is use? this is this is this a man filling his own boot so to speak with, with mud crab outlets but then you start thinking about it and then you start thinking does st peter Landys have a little bit of justin hems about him is there is there potentially a world where st peter Land is buying up hotels for the punter and the dribbler and the dribbler obviously justin hems uh Sort Baza. of, he's his venues. You could argue, in some instances, a little trendy, a little skewed towards women. That's just my initial vibe, right? A lot of his venues don't have pokies machines. Tab. They don't have a tab. They don't have a snooker or pool table. Pick your poison. They don't have dart boards. That's generally speaking. I don't think I've been to a Hems restaurant that has that. Uh, oh, venue rather. They have pool tables at the Royal. No, all these things. No, all these and things. a tab. All these things. But all these things, generally speaking, some venues do, most venues don't. Yep. If, if St. Peter Volandis can turn himself into Justin Hems, but for the punter and the dribbler. Australiana sort of shit. Australiana sort of stuff. Bring back the fucking bolo sort yeah, of stuff. let me smoke indoors sort of energy. 
Correct. Oh, you've got a stogie you want to light up over a game of pool? Light that bitch, baby. There's no rules in here. Why can't they have a smoking room? Like a room where, where, people, where people just agree. Where you go, listen, we all agree to the rules of engagement here where you are, if you want to light a cigar, you want to smoke a dart, roll up a fatty, you can come in here and you can live your rugby league lives. Correct. Oh, you want to remove asbestos? Sign this form. Yeah. I'm allowed to remove asbestos. Fucking easy. Perfect. You know, they don't Perfect. give a fuck about me removing asbestos. On a you should fight. be allowed to, in this nation of ours, walk into uh, an establishment of your choosing with your mates... Sign a form if need be. Get into a bespoke, secluded area with a pool table and a tab and a pokey machine, and you can pump darts in there to yards content. I wonder whether you'd be able to make that. And anyone who wants to do it, they just have to sign a fight. You'd just get a fucking QR code. I get the sense... And there'd be just fans sucking all the smoke out. You and I don't smoke darts anymore, really. Although, no, we don't. I did slip into that, that old pair Although of they've jeans. been winking at us lately. Well, listen, I found that pair of jeans in my drawer on the weekend for the first time in a long time. I don't condone smoking, but I did, in a weaker moment, enjoy three on the weekend. And I just need to say this. Don't condone it. Fuck, it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> listen, they've been winking at us occasionally. That's all we'll say. Blow me kisses across the bar. That's right. I'm of the, I'm of the belief, not the belief, I'm under the impression, Tom, that if you were to enjoy a dart now, not only can you not do it in a smoking area, but you're basically kicked down the fucking street. And if you're in the wrong suburb, you can't even smoke on the street, basically implying that you can't do it anywhere. Now, we need to look into that if we are to sort of, you know, rewrite laws in our favour. Well, you know, like, I mean, again, I know this started about rugby league and Peter Volandis, but it's sort of very uncharacteristically become about us. I want to start a venue. I don't know, we've spoken about purchasing one that we, you know, at one day, but like where you can just have a, you can just rip, a rip room. You smoke whatever you want. You can smoke asbestos if you want to. If you wanted to. But then again, that's probably – you need to have a separate room for that, an asbestos room. You and I have talked uh, – not at length. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say at length. And We've spoken, life. though, about purchasing a, a particular venue. Yep. And it would be my dream that the punter and the dribbler could attend this venue and if they so wanted to book out the rip room yeah. in which you can do whatever the fuck you want. Get a, just get a, get a big secchi on the door who – is it an offence, right? If the cops were walking in, can you can you is is it a reasonable defence to go? We didn't know what they were doing in there, mate. We fucking locked the doors and left them in there. It's not my fault if they were bloody, you know, up to no good, doofing each other. Yeah, like I mean, if you go in there for a good old fashioned Australian Melvin, and I didn't see it, go for gold. If I turn the other cheek, as it were, to a fucking a good honest bro down Melv out, like. Put it this way: If I walk in, you and uh, if I walk in and you're Melvin, your mate, I can't prove or disprove what you're blowing up there. <laughs> you might be. What blo- you think I'm going to do a toxicology no, report? You think, I'm not. I'm not swabbing your anus. You might be fucking <laughs> Melvin Glitter for all I care. Doesn't bother me, but you see my point. Melvin, your mates on your own terms. That's right, and you can do it now, venue. <laughs> 
That's it. We've that's got extra long bathrooms for yeah. you to bloody get on your knees and for your yeah. mate to also do it. Yeah. We'll provide straws. There might even be a glory hole where you can melve someone and they don't know what they're getting. You don't melved. know. You don't even know who's who's melving you or what, what they're melving you. That's right. It's like a. It's, it's a like a. It's like a show bag. Is yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Or like a, a, a mystery bag, box. Mystery box. In like a mystery Call of Duty. A, a mystery, mystery melve. You know what? Yeah, it could be brown sugar. That's right. And that's not heroin. I mean, literal brown sugar. No, literally, literally, or glitter, literally. Glitter. Then you could do sparkly shits. Correct, and and it would be biodegradable glitter. Like we wouldn't want to have this thing stuck in your colon. No, for no, 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 no. We're like, pro, Tom. We're pro environment. Yeah, the yeah. straws would not be plastic. No, they'd be they would be absolute. They'd be paper straws. You'd want to get it with out a of plastic your- tip so it could go in. <laughs> Because operationally, it's well, not. Listen. You need something. Maybe a metal tip, because it needs to be robust enough to withstand the uh, the uh, elasticity, what about the intensity this? of the anus. What about this time? Metal straws. We put them in the dishy every night. Okay. Yeah. We de- <laughs> we 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 but we boil them. Listen. We clean them. Yeah. We clean. They them. get cleaned. Yeah. With with we boil them, and then you get one of those like chimney sweep brushes that. Would you? Uh, honestly, if if I knew that our straws had been through the dishy. With with detergent, I'd be comfortable using it. What if you got an extender though? So like, if you get your you get your you get your metal melving stick mm. or tube, yep, and then you have a paper connection that changes. Like a valve. Oh, you throw that out. You throw oh, that oh, yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. A so, paper valve, so you can you can melve from a distance. Yes. Yeah, a paper valve. The only problem is that the the noose connection is going to be again the dishwasher. Yes. Yeah. Right. So it's going to be clean. Well, assholes are dirty. So you know, it's not. Yeah, it can't be much dirtier than the asshole that was just in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Listen, that's what we can promise at our venues. Yeah. Um, I am so lost. No, we were just talking about PVL buying up pubs, and we're going to or hotels. PVL buying up pubs. He's a he's a he's a hotelier, a yeah. publican. Publican. He's um, doing so great things for the game and. The Essentially, code, what you were saying is that we we love his work. The code is celebrating the greatest revenue in rugby league's 116 year history, revealing on Wednesday the record income in excess of 700 million as Vlandis ramps up a strategic plan to expand the NRL's net asset base of more than 260. 700 million is a lot of cheddar for one year. Yeah, it's in a great place. The game. Yeah, NRL had a bigger um, operating surplus than the AFL by like 31 million. And also beat the revenue in 2023 by about like four million. So you can fuck the operational income off, the surplus off. That's not the revenue being higher is outrageous. But yeah. the revenue is like three or four mil higher than the for AFL. the NRL, yeah. and they've got an extra round. Well yeah, so done, well NRL. Done, dude. Well done, NRL. That is unbelievable. And they've got a bigger rights deal. $107.3 million improvement. And then the AFLs was ninety oh, um 104.5. Wow. The NRL purchased Brisbane Hotel Pub Gambara. Was that that's, that's Mud Crab fucking HQ back in 2022? Added the Quest Hotel in Woolaware. M- Mercure Sunshine Coast Kiwana Waters to its property portfolio. Flanders revealed the hotels will generate a return of around 10% per year and also a return on capital, underlining the NRL's fiscal strength ahead of their historic 2024 premiership kickoff. No, so Vegas. he's actually getting into hotels yes, as opposed to 
hotels. Yes. One of the hotels. It's very misleading. Yes, I know. One there of the should hotels, be different words. I know. Like, why are they called the same thing? Because they used to be hotels. You used to be able to stay at these pubs. But they're motels now. Well, but you used to be. Well, you know because, what I mean? This, like, is, this is language that is just not updating. Right. But if you go to, let's say, the Clovelly Hotel. Yeah. Can you stay there? I don't think so. Or you go to, for example. Four Seasons. The Four Seasons Hotel. Or the Shangri La mm. Hotel. Or the W. They're not the same thing no. at all. No, they're not. They're you, not even well, close. One of them definitely doesn't have a tab. And that would be the Sheraton. I don't think the Shangri-La's got one either. But you know, but, but the Clovelly Hotel does. I don't know if it does. No, it has a tab. Clovelly does? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Oh, no, it does, yes. Okay, right. it does. I've actually punted that many times. So have I. <laughs> <laughs> Can you stay upstairs there? I don't know. That's Which what part? I mean. The Clovelly? The Chloe? Shout out to the Chloe. It's a good fucking spot. Yeah, great it's spot. It's a great spot. So one of the hotels that the NRL bought was the Quest Hotel next to Shark Park. Yeah, right. So it's like adjacent looking over the field. Oh, they bought that. Dude, how much do you think year. was wagered on the Super Bowl last week or whenever it was? Globally? Yeah. Or US? Uh, globally. Because I'm pretty sure it's globally here. What do you think globally? <laughs> um, 10 billion. North. <sighs> Fuck. 50? No, no, no. Calm down. 12. Up. 20. 30. 23. Wow. That's a lot of money. 23 billion was wagered on last week's Super Bowl between Kansas uh, and um, fucking San Fran. That's a lot of dough, Ray me. A lot you, of dough, Ray You me. can stay at the Clavelli Hotel. They've got air-conditioned rooms. PVL, I'd love to have $23 billion in 10 years. I bet you would. Interesting. Well, hold on a second here. We're going to try and do an exclusive deal with one of the big wagering companies operating in America where we get a revenue share of betting in NRL. He's just a fucking Why do you why do you think we're animal. going why yeah. do you think we're going to Vegas? I know that dude, but he's people just an think, animal. People think and this is my opinion. I've not talked I've not spoken to my close personal friend Peter Volandis about this. So it's, this isn't from the horse's mouth. This is from Edward Lloyd Simpson, 29th of the 1st, 1991, born Dover Base Hospital, don't know what time. <laughs> That's just coming from you. Son of Chilton George Simpson and Louise Simpson. No, she doesn't have a middle name. My opinion is that Peter Volandi's evidence by those revenue numbers are fucking operator. He doesn't think that he's going to go over and go, oh, he's rugby league. Like, watch it. Yanks love Yanks shit, right? And their, their sport, their combat sport, their, their, you know, impact sport of choice is the NFL. Put it this way. The NFL is so popular that they replaced God on Sunday. That's insane, right? A very religious people. God's been replaced on Sundays by football. He's not going over there to go, oh, when the NFL's not on, why don't you watch rugby league? No, 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 no. He's going, gamblers are gamblers, right? Generally speaking. And maybe if they want a bit of a flutter out of the NFL season, what about this baby? We've all had a what fucking, about this we've sport? all had a look at, the, the Caliente dogs every once <laughs> in a while. Don't. You know what I mean? Literally, like when we're not punting on rugby league football, we're a little bit lost at sea, baby. We're looking, we're looking abroad. 
we're looking abroad. And all I'm, and all I think Volandis I bet on NFL. But Vlandis knows that, right? He goes, Okay, well when the NFL's not on, which is basically February to October or September rather, what are you punting on? That's Funnily enough, that's the rugby league season. And we've got so many different varied markets for you to enjoy. We've got our fucking smorgasbord. Roll into this buffet of markets. Really juicy shit. So I think he's going over there trying to butter up a few casinos, butter up a few gambling execs, Tom, and go, license this bad boy. This is the greatest game of all you can license. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. why St. Peter's eyes up football, and that's why I think you'll agree. Where's Where's Scaredy Cat Gill? Is he over in Vegas doing deals? No. Well, in fairness to Scaredy Cat Gill, whose penis has dropped off him and shriveled over to PVL, I think that he's now well, he's leaving the AFL. Word is he's going to become head of racing Victoria, so he's still going to have to deal with fucking PVL, which is fantastic. <laughs> why would you? Why would you go head to head with someone that you've only got L's off? Yeah, I don't know. And listen, no, listen, I can respect Gil for his uh, his uh, stick to itiveness. I don't know if that's a word, <laughs> no, it's but he can't. Good, you know, mate. his his ability to like front up and continue to get his fucking face smashed in, metaphorically speaking. Gil's got great hair. He does have great hair. Gil's got great that's hair. The only, that's the only category he's got PVL best. Gil's in. got great hair, but but Gil is a copycat. Oh, you're bringing back the game from COVID? Well, I'll bring back the game from COVID. Oh, you do this thing called fucking Magic Round? Well, then we'll do a Gather Round. Yeah, Gather Round. I think, no, I think the AF, it's called Reach Around. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's it's right. It's a Reach Around. No, no, it's called Reach it's Around. It's Reach Around. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, um, reach Around. And, it's know, Reach Around. Come on um, yourself sort of stuff. Uh, yes, and then I wouldn't be surprised if in a couple of years the AFL was like, why don't we take our sport over there? But but the, the, the fuck thing for you, AFL, is that unless you go to India or Pakistan or England, there's no stadiums that can house your sport. But there's also, it's the, the worst sport to gamble on on planet Earth is AFL. Like, and maybe not planet Earth, but I need, I need 400 legs. Before I'm even going to get a like a, a sack full of opportunities. I don't think that the U.S. are going to go for that. I think the U.S. is going to recognise greatness when they see it. And they're going to recognise the greatest game of all. I can bet on Bradman Best two or more after a Balinese sleeve tattoo getaway mm. and get $11. You didn't get 11 bucks. I got 11 bucks. No. Let's go find it. Yep. Let's go find it. I think I did. Two or more, Bradman Best... Last year, we'll have to find... I got 11 bucks. Okay. Do you believe? Well, if he's 11, he's paying what... Th- what's three threes, nines? So he's paying like nine... Th- he's paying 380 to score a try. He was not scoring tries, buddy. That was the point. That was the glory of the bet. I think he was paying eight bucks. Th- three bucks was not crazy for Brabham Best in 2023. I think it was. We'll find it. I'm going to have to find it now. You going to go looking, Tobler? Mm-hmm. Sleeve tattoo bet. I think it was eleven bucks, and I'm going to stick with it. Eleven dollars, Brabham best, two or more. What I'm saying is, Edward, you don't get those odds for two goal scorers in the AFL. No, you don't. Let's say eight bucks. Let's go conservative here. Let's go Tom probably wrong angle. Here. You know what you get for two go- for two for two goals in the AFL? Fucking up. Like and I know, I know, I know it's a different sport. I get that, but just hang with this punter and dribbler. You get a dollar three, dollar four, dollar five, Papley. Dollar five, yeah, Patley, friend of the show, big paps, fucking dollar nine, dollar dollar nine, 
dollar eight, dollar seven Winks stuff. Yeah. But doesn't put up Winks numbers. Late career Winks. And that's no knock on Paps. It's just that it's impossible for me to bet on you if you're paying a dollar nine. Basically, this has been a long-winded way of saying congratulations to the NRL for being number one, for yep. being the biggest sport in the country. People thought it couldn't be done. Not only has the NRL, and I'm not, I'm not saying I'm a fan of what's happened. I'm just, I'm merely pointing out reality. So don't shit down my throat, Masood style. I'm merely pointing out facts, John Ingate, king of the dribblers. Whilst rugby league has been earning number one status, it's at the same time had to kill a sport. Right, so it's been it's been busy killing a sport well, in rugby like a union. Vine that's like taking light off another sport in the in the in the sporting canopy that is Australian, you know, the canopy that is Australian sport. Now I'm 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 sitting here regurgitating whispers that we heard on the wind. These aren't verified. I don't even think they they've been mentioned in the paper necessarily, but they may or may not be true. That not only are the rebels in huge financial this is, trouble. This has been mentioned. I'm pretty sure this is like in the news. Waratahs in big fucking curry, huge curry. $50 million debt, they were saying the Waratahs, wasn't it? Brumbies in. Well, I just wasn't sure where we heard all this, so that's why I was preempting. I thought it. I read it. Could be wrong, allegedly. Brumbies, big fucking trouble. Waratahs, big fucking trouble. Rebels, obviously, big fucking trouble. Because, see, like, the Rebels make sense. I mean, it, it all sadly makes sense, but the Rebels make sense. Made more sense. I don't know if this and so there's a rugby union podcast of uh, that sort of it's new. I don't mind it. I don't listen to it all the time, but certainly when the World Cup was on, it's now called Kickoffs and Kickons. Drew Mitchell, uh, Adam Ashley, it's good. Matt Giddo, it's good. Yeah, and the Professor. Yep. In terms of rugby league, uh, rugby, rugby union, union content, it's, it's good. good. Yep. I don't know because I haven't gone looking for it. I like a lot of the time the way I consume fucking any podcast really is I'll like I'll be pushed to it by social clips and I haven't seen necessarily addressed it or not but like I would be interested to hear rugby union people talking about like the financial state of the game I haven't seen that anywhere I haven't seen on to where the fuck the rebels are and again check out kickoffs and kickons good show I'm not this isn't a, a shitting on them I just am like, I haven't heard anyone properly like coming out and being like, hey, this is what's going on. Because well, we're sure as shit not going to look into it. Well, we've already tried to solve the issue through a Freddo Frog drive. Exactly. And we've done our bit. We've done our bit. We're asking for someone else to do theirs. Someone who is inside the game and knows what the fuck's going on explained to me like, is the season going ahead? Will the Rebels play? Will the Waratahs play? How fucked are they? They sound like they're in more financial strife than the fucking Rebels. The Brumbies. What's the future of the game? At least the Waratahs are in a rugby union city. It's big. The Brumbies are in fucking Canberra. Like, you've got the Raiders who aren't exactly killing it, but like they're... It's competition. It's two teams. It's a two-team town, and it's not a big town. And rugby's fucked. What's going on? Where are we at? There's not... You could argue there's not enough food to go around in the nation's capital. Um, you could argue that. Enough could, enough feed at the trough. There's not enough feed at the trough to go around in the nation's capital. Support two teams. You could argue that. What we're trying to get to the bottom of, and I'd love the assistance of the punter and the dribbler. That felt good. Yeah, sounded nice. If you know more than we do, which is 
close to fuck all about what's happening with the Waratahs, the Brumbies, et al., what's happening with Super Rugby generally, where are we at, is the World Cup going ahead? If you can help fill in the blanks for us, is this overblown completely? Unlikely. Uh, then we'd love to hear from you because I feel like this is just not getting any traction in the media at all. Which speaks, which is almost sadder that no one seems to even care. Like, is there someone we could speak to from rugby? And maybe it's not a today thing. Is there anyone that we could speak to that would be able to answer these sort of questions? John Ogilvie, maybe. No, I need an. I need someone who's like. What about actual, what about World Cup hero? Sam Carter. He lives in fucking England. I don't know that he's paying that much attention. No, I love him. Shout out to Sam. He's a what cl- about Nick Phipps? Fanger could potentially. I think he's living in Japan. The only other one I think is Drew. I don't have a direct line to Drew. Neither do I. No, it'd be a DM situation if he even fucking follows us. But that would be like, who knows? Who knows? I want to know though. I want to know because there's questions that aren't being answered. No, no one's talking about it. It's annoying me. They've made the CEO redundant and put a lot of the staff on like four month contracts. Or the Rebels. Yeah, are they playing this year? In this, they playing? I can't find anything to say otherwise. Are they they going into administration or liquidation? Not the same thing. Liquidation, we're shutting up shop. Selling off shit. Yeah. But is that we're done, though, if you're in liquidation? Administration is we're bringing someone in to try and manage the situation. Yeah. And then potentially look for investment from fat cats with money that they like to burn. Yeah, yeah. From fat cats with so much money that they're like, I would like to, like Twiggy. Like a Twiggy. Like a Twiggy. Who they decided to get offside. Yeah, who they decided to alienate. The only billionaire... Who gives a fuck. South of the fucking Southern Hemisphere that gives a fuck about... Or the equator, rather, that gives a a flying fuck about rugby union. Because south of the Southern Hemisphere might become the Northern Hemisphere. Well, south of the equator, I corrected myself, Tom. I know. The only billionaire south of the equator that gives a flying fuck about rugby union, they were like, you know what? Let's get that bloke offside. Fuck off and do your own thing, mate. Go start your own weird sevens tournament or whatever it was. The bloke that could literally pay for the salaries of every team... Like in the Super Rugby for the next perpetuity. for the next thousand years, <laughs> <laughs> let's piss that guy off. Yeah, 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 here we go. Here's our life source. Why don't we go and spit in his fucking tea? So they've been placed in administration, and Rugby Australia has pledged to meet costs to allow the club to compete yep. in the competition this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. But tickets for the first game still aren't even on sale yet. All, all, um, all, all jokes aside. You'd hate not, to be Phil Wall, wouldn't you? I feel sorry for the players. Yeah. That'd be a fucking scout position to be in. But I mean, I just can't. Let's get let's get back to let's get back to pure, unadulterated tribalism. That's my suggestion. What do you mean? Tars, Reds, Brothers. Uh, yeah, you know what you know what unadulterated tribalism looks like to me, mate? Rats versus manly. Oh yeah, that's tribalism. Yeah, that is that is tribalism. East versus fucking Randwick. Yeah, that's tribalism. North Gordon, that's tribalism. Like, let's cut the bullshit, strip the fat, strip the bullshit, and get back to what's pure and what's right. Sydney Uni, uh, just buying every single good player. Sydney Uni, everyone. Yeah, Sydney that's Uni tribalism. Era. The students. Parramatta. Fuck those. Are two what about Parramatta? Two, two rivers versus bloody West West Harbour. West Harbour, or was, either, was, was it the Penrith Emus? Yes, I think so, the Emus. You had Parramatta Tublers, West Harbour, Pirates. I obviously used to play in the competition, punters and dribblers. West uh, Harbour Pirates. 
Yeah. Fucking terrifying team. And look, and those Western Suburbs teams were Islanders. But they're but they're ex- they but there exists already a a core group of 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 fans based on tribalism that you can tap into. And, then, ex- in, and then in Queensland and then build they've again. got like their GPS rugby up there. Shout out to Klutzy of Put 'em Up fame. Punching on. Well, I, must, I assume that Queensland has the equivalent. That's called GPS rugby. Jeeps in your cheeks. But isn't that the team he supports or plays oh, with? I thought it was the competition. I don't know. Pretty sure that's his club. It's a team. Bang. Based in Ashgrove. What are they called? What's the tournament called? Premier um, Rugby? In the Queensland Premier Rugby competition. Premier Rugby. Shoot Shield, Premier Rugby. Uh. Much of a muchness. All we're saying is all's not lost should Super Rugby fall over. No. All's not lost. Before I go for a wee wee yep. on Klutzy, shout out to him and Das. Yep. Who, who uh, they heard Friends us. of the show. Friends of the show. Let that be stated first. I think it's important to acknowledge that. Um, they they came back at us. What'd and I mean, came back is, you know, is that's, that would be their term because um, they were upset that we went through the fight card for the Alpha, the Podcast Royale. Yep. On the seven hour podcast. We went through that fight card. Mm. Um, Basically gave our picks, as is our responsibility given the uh, nature of our role as analysts generally, right, of some note. And as our writers Australians. And as our writers Australians. I think that they took umbrage with the fact that we, along with I think maybe anyone else betting on this or just taking a pick, didn't necessarily select them to win. Listen, put it this way. If you picked Darcy over the red nut, Respectfully, Jace, Jace, Chase. Then you were blind based on the photographs that we were looking at. Yeah, and you, we love Darcy. Friend of the show. Is, this is nothing. It's got nothing to do with Darcy, who we love. But but there he's is, a friend and a dear friend of that. But Jace Legacy was no Jace Legacy. Well, let's call him Jace Legacy. Jace Legacy is a ranger. With his shirt off, forearmed out the fucking cut to shit. Who looks like he's in the business of soul taking. Yeah. Whereas Darcy, no offense, looks like, as Jarch's words, not mine, looks like he's scared of the camera. So we were merely musing about the fact that who would win based on these photographs. We were also, and and as it as it pertains to Klutz, uh, by name and nature. He, I don't even know whether we were saying we didn't think he could win. He's coming up against the great and powerful Tommy Dahl of Alpha Blokes fame. We well, were, we, did, we never passed judgment on it. I think what we said about Klutz was that we couldn't tell whether he had the mongrel in him because he's such a jovial individual, jolly even. Yes, I'm off off photo off the photographs. A much closer fight to call. Tommy's lost a fuckload of weight. Which, Klutz, which worries me. Klutz by name and nature hasn't. Mm. And I don't know whether that... Now, obviously, cardio-wise, that's going to be a problem for Klutz. Uh, but maybe it, it means he's got a bit of power behind those punches. Does that result in, uh, in a, a knockout vision? I don't know. I don't know what he's like. I don't know if he's got that dog in him. He certainly can scream on a podcast when he's upset. But has he got that dog? Does he have the dog in him? He also, Eddie... Because you know Tommy's got that dog. I can tell... Tommy had dreads. Worked in the mines. 
You can just tell when you meet Tommy. He's got that dog. He fishes, you know what I mean? He catches fish. Well, and, and shout out to Alpha Lewis. Shout out to Alpha Lewis. Uh, I just don't know with Klutz. I, honestly, Jury's out with Klutz a little bit. Because we don't Darcy, know. I, Darcy, I'd, I'd lay down a significant amount of money that he will not win. That's like, that is, and I love No, no, it. no, but, 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 but this isn't about Darcy. It's about who you're versing, mate. Yeah. You're versing Jace Legacy, who looks like a he's killed of, people yeah, before. He, does. he looks like he's done time. Plenty of it, too. Yeah. I mean, his, his age would indicate that he hasn't, but he looks like a lifer. Yeah, he just looks like someone who it's like, if he was to try and fight me, I wouldn't be interested. And to that point, but he looks like the bloke that if you got uh, stuck with him in a cell in prison, you're better off sewing up your asshole. Correct. That is, that's it. Because uh, Jace, if he chose to, could have his way with you. Yeah, you need to learn and learn fast how to needle and thread. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. But I need to be, but also, Klutz, is like, Klutz made the point, you fucking pussies aren't fighting. I believe were sort of the terms maybe he used, which I can understand in a moment of emotion for him where he's feeling attacked, even though I don't think we attacked him. I can understand that. As we said on the seven-hour podcast, maybe still in the charts, uh, some people are emperors and kings and others are gladiators. Yep. I respect gladiators. I'm not a gladiator. No. But what I will do is stand, sit in the stands, Commodus style, mm. and I will and pass, pass judgment yes. on the performance of gladiators. Correct. Some cut out for it, some that last generations, some that are dead before the first tigers pulled out. That's exactly Darcy. right. That's exactly right. Some earn their freedom. Yeah. Some earn their freedom, such as their uh, adoration yeah. from the crowds, from the people, right? That's true. Most die horrible, painful, early deaths. Watching as their organs fall out of their torso. And and Tom and Eddie sit in the crowd and go... Passing judgment on you. Passing judgment. Thumb down. Kill him. Put it it this way, Klutz. We were born, Tom and I, to eat grapes. Hand fed. Yeah. And and others were were born to get their lights punched out. Now, I'm not saying that's you. All I'm saying is... I hope it's not. You're a friend. All I'm saying is... I'm not betting on you. I feel far more comfortable wearing uh, faux fur and being... And silks. Well, I'm thinking more gladiatorially speaking here. Silks, robes. I'm just thinking about what we're going to be wearing on the night. Oh, well, that'll be fur. And it's faux fur. No, well, maybe not fur. It'll be fur. Well, we're we're pro pro animal. Dead animals. We're going to be draped... We're either going to be in in roadkill fur or faux fur... And we will be hand-fed grapes and we'll be passing judgment. That's what we were born That's, to do. We're not fighters. And to that end, we respect every single one of you out there. But we don't pretend to be fighters. No, we, that, that's what In I mean. In fact, I'm sitting here telling you I'm not a fighter. I'm someone that has grapes fed to them. That's all we do, dude. We eat grapes. The worthers of the natural world. They're high in sugar. We're grape eaters. I was born to eat grapes fed to me by attractive people. That's my job. Your job is to get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> Hopefully not. But that's how we see it going. Based on what we've seen. Based, based on those photos. Now, we could be wrong. We've been wrong before, but rarely. Very rarely. But we obviously respect the, uh, the chutzpah, the, the fucking stones required to get in the ring. That's why the event's going to be great, and that's why we, we, we love and respect you. But we also hold our rights to, to call it as we see it. Mm. Darcy, a friend. 
probably a round oneer. Clut's <laughs> <laughs> a good friend. Harder to harder, harder to pick. Call. Harder to pick. It harder might be a round three, both spewing from no, Tide. Listen, I, I can see this going the distance, maybe a points base. That's what decision. I mean. Like a Klutz looks like a hard man to take down. Yeah, he does. So I, honestly, honestly, and, and fucking hand on me heart. Don't have a dog in the fight, and I don't have a strong opinion, but if I had a gun in my head, I'm gonna go Tommy. And that's that's because he's he's lost weight, he's got that dog in him. I've seen it. He's and it's his dogs. event. It's his event. As it's well, his yeah. event. So yeah. he sort of needs to prove himself. I also think as I'll well. I'll tell you who is a chance of getting knocked out, though. Just to show you that I'm being straight up and down straight honest and with down. everything. Yeah. My boy Jack Ardstale is a fucking <laughs> chance of getting knocked Jack Edward the fuck out. The last thing we want to see is our fucking friend of 25, 30 years. That's right. I met him when I was two. Getting sparked in front of 3,000 proud, rip-roaring Australians. But there's every chance that But Groper's 6'5". Groper's 6'5", dude. And he gropes, dude. Why do you reckon he got the name Groper? Because he gropes. Kid can grope. Grope with the best of them. Yeah. And I just think that sometimes our boy Jack Edward Archdale just has, uh, you know... He sticks his chin out a bit. He sticks his chin out a bit. He almost begging to get hit. Yeah, he sticks his chin... Oh, he sticks his chin out a bit. Hold on, what's that? <laughs> what fucking chin? <laughs> <laughs> Can't stick something out you don't have, kid. Hence why you you both struggle to stick out your cocks and your nuts, you nutless cunts. Grapey's a fucking dead man. Can't hit something's not there, Grapey. Fuck you guys. Oh, okay, 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 okay well. that's strong. Well, listen, strong. listen. George might be in the studio. Uh, <laughs> I can't tell. Maybe I didn't know he was there. I didn't. I didn't see him on the couch. I had no idea he was there. He snuck I was being in, honest. He snuck in while we were, you know, while we were, you know, evaluating the bloody brilliant beer's chances of victory. Uh, but I, I, I want Josh to win too. Oh, we want Josh to win. We'll be walking him out. Um, he, you know, we're in his corner. We want the best for him. All we're saying is, you get a, your nickname's Groper. If that's your nickname, six five, and you're six five, how do you reckon he got that name? Yeah, Gropen. Gropen. Does that does it, how does that relate to boxing? I don't know. I've never fucking boxed before. I assume I might get knocked out via grope. Put it this way: if you wake up and a bloke's standing over you, middle of the night, you're obviously shit scared anyway. If he says my name's Bermo, are you? Less scared than if he says his name's Groper? You'd have to think so, right? You'd have to think so. You'd have to think so. I Full would. respect, as we said at the top, Tom and I are put on this earth to, to eat, eat grapes. grapes. Yeah, we're grape eaters. Probably time for a couple of dribbles, I'd say, Eduardo. Just let me quickly check if there was nothing like inappropriately forgotten by us. Uh, shout out to Luciano Lelua, who got the bag at the drags. Yeah, the bag at the drags, 900k. That's desperation stakes from them. That's not on, something to impugn Luciano. You know, no, but honestly, honestly, Luciano is a $900,000 player at a DMC, 100%. Yeah, that's it. Every that's other it, week. That's fair. I, reckon, um, I reckon credit to him. And shout out to our uh, New Zealand brothers and sisters for opting for Stacey Jones, who has no respect, not respected, I take that, who has no recognised coaching record, um, opting for him instead of Wayne Bennett to coach the national side. Um, I did find that shocking. It's, in, it's interesting. But I can see potentially where they're coming from. If they like, you know what, we want a Kiwi at the helm, 
No, I get I it. Can, I can get that. I get it. Well, we're Kiwis, so I get it. Maybe also that Wayne's still with the fish this year and they're like, we just want to get someone in there and, and go on. Like, Wayne like, also old as fucking Methuselah. Yeah, he is as old as Methuselah. He's coached England before and they were complete and utter dog shit, so. It doesn't exactly equal greatness. It doesn't equal greatness. You've got you to have the cattle. Moo moo. On that note, should we do some dribbles before we uh, get out of here? Before we get out of here. Hey boys. How we going? Uh, Good, Mark. I'm just listening to the Sin City podcast, and I just want to let you know, give you a bit of a warning. All this chat about, oh, Manly humping the bunnies in the fucking trials and, like, oh, how man, good Manly looked against the Roosters. Boys, it's given off real Tigers vibes how excited you're getting about the trials matches. Um, and I just wanted to warn you, because, you know, this, you know, Manly came, what, like, fucking ninth, tenth, maybe eleventh last year. Like, real fucking, real Tigers energy. Um, and, you know, I just hate to see you boys slip into that, being deprived of glory from Manly for so long and just getting excited about shit that really doesn't matter. Uh, anyway... Cheers, boys. See you soon. Mm. Okay, can, can I ask yeah, you a you question, go. Tom? Yeah, man. I just want to ask you a question. Yeah, you asked me a question. Um, has has have you or I or the club ever performed standing ovations during trial matches? I no. Well, listen, no. Like off the jump, no, we haven't. We haven't done that. I only know that the Tigers uh, populace have, and it was fucking right, pathetic. which makes his whole dribble completely null. And yeah, it does. And obviously, this guy—he seems like an emotional kid. Like, he seems like he's obviously he's reacting. He's emotional. He sees that manly. He sees that what we're. So, what, he's confused. He's a confused individual, and I don't mean sexually. What I mean is, he sees us say that we humped the fuck out of a New South Wales Cup Rabbitohs side. And what we said was, that's what should have happened. So that's not standing O territory. That's us saying, well, we did what we should do. That's a good sign. There were Tigers fans in tears after being up like 24, fucking 16 or something in a trials match. Cody over there was in tears because they beat the Warriors, right? We then lose to the Roosters with our New South Wales Cup side. The point is, right, for this dribbler, we humped the Rabbitohs New South Wales Cup side 66 to 6, let's just say. <laughs> yeah, that'll do. Uh, that'll do. <laughs> Around that number. We should have done that. That makes sense. The Roosters played a full-strength side against Manly's New South Wales, Wales Cup side and beat us by a pubic hair, maybe two pubes. No That's, more than three. No more than three pubes. That shouldn't have happened for the Roosters. So that is a win in the preseason context. We aren't celebrating, we're observing. We're observers. We're observing, we're digesting, we're considering, and we're reporting. As opposed to an emotional pull your penis out at a trial game, pull yourself off, mid-standing O, go home, tell your mum, your daddy, your brother and your sister that the Tigers are going to win the comp and you're going to win back-to-back spoons. That's the Tigers experience. The manly experience is we win rings, rings only. That's it. Okay? Let's go. On we go. Horrific dribble. That was dumb. P's and D's, Tom Eddie. Cuckman dribbler back. Just a quick one. Just listening to the latest pod. Um, one sec. Which one is it? I can't even remember. There's too many of them. 
Anyways, raining and you're just apologising for the rain in the background. But I'm just going to say, I actually quite like it. Maybe you guys should start editing it in. Because, I don't know, it just... As soon as it started raining, I just felt this safe presence of everything's going to be okay. Anyway, see you soon, manly never. I respect the fuck out of the dribble. Can I tell you something, uh, young sir? Are you, are you talking to me or talking to Well, I'm dribble? talking to him and I'm talking to you, Tom Birmingham. You're talking to the chinless man over there? Jack Edward Archdale, Thomas William George Birmingham. Gentlemen, listen up and listen good. I have just reintroduced rain music, rain sounds back into my to my getting to sleep repertoire. It's not that good. I've not that I've ever hated it. One of the great sleepers of all time. Thank you, Chilton George. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm fucking loving it. Dude. I'm loving it. Can I tell you? I'll put it on. This is what I'm listening to, cunts. Can I also? I'm just going to tell you what I'm listening to. I'm a rain noise operator. Now, I'm listening to Cologne or Cologne. Probably Cologne. (laughs) Thunderstorm. (laughs) Wait. I'm... How many... How long does it go for? How long does it go for? How long does it go for? As long as you want. That's not an answer. No, no. Just listen to this. Listen to this. That sounds a bit funny, right? It's instantly relaxing. What I need to know, though, is, is this on YouTube? Is it on Spotify? Where is it? Uh, this is on Rain Sounds. Oh, so you got an app, like Fuck a cuck. Up. What I've just got is Spotify. Ten hours of continuous rain sounds for sleeping. I can set this so it never stops. Right, well, ten hours. If I sleep more than ten hours, I'm dead. So it's not really that important. Oh, you've never slept more than ten hours, you fucking uh, Not since I've had children. Not since they children, they don't let you. Hey, 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 listen here. They listen don't here. let you. No, 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 listen here. They don't let you. Shut up, mate. They don't let you. What's better, rain sounds that never end or 12 hours and then you go to an ad, probably? Oh, what do you mean I pay for my Spotify? Oh, you probably don't. You of course can't. I do. Of course I do. I'm on the family package now. Is it as good as that? Uh, it's equal to, yeah. Well, show me it. Now you're just going to say it's shit, so, man, what's the point, right? No, no. I'll give you the right reply. Nah. Rubbish. <laughs> Rubbish. That's so shit. I mean, it's fantastic. Nah. Well, yeah, you're just saying no, right? So, like, I obviously don't respect your opinion on Where's the, the thunder? Sensing. Thunder comes in. You, you didn't even give me a second to get thunder. Thunder comes in. It's obviously a natural progression like a storm. What I'll say is this. I, was, I do rain sounds as well. Got into bed last night with my darling wife, apple of my eye, whatever that means. And Which one? We had a little snuggle of, of my eye, which I? Maple of my eyes. Oh, which wife? Uh, the Just one, a harem joke. Yeah, no, that was a, that was a polygamy uh, joke. Um, <laughs> and we got into bed last night and then we were like snuggling for a bit. Slip one in? No, didn't. Uh, this is not about coitus. Then I realised there's no you rain didn't get one on. off? No, I didn't. Did you try? No. <laughs> you sure? I didn't try. Uh, listen, guys, what did you, listen. <laughs> didn't try. Uh, and I'm not going to go into reasons. I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> didn't try. But the feeling of not having rain sounds on, I've become so accustomed to it mm. that I was actually like the silence made just being in bed with her awkward for a second. Because like, you're a heavy breather. I need to get rain sounds on here. No, I've just become accustomed to the fucking the light drizzle of the night. You know what I mean? Which is what this dribbler enjoyed about the podcast. Was that what we were talking about? Yep. 
But I definitely like try and have sex with my wife and stuff, <laughs> right? So don't like ask me about it. Oh, God. Get paid for this. Hey, boys. Uh, speaking of uh, Flano getting cock-blocked by the, the team at Cogra, I actually used to uh, work the gates at uh, Newtown Jets for a while. And this is back when Kyle was running around for the blue bags. And, uh, Hell of a play, so Kyle. Up to the gates rocks one of those brand new Mercedes Utes. Fucking blacked out windows. Thing comes down. Which I believe down. just a Navarro. And I'm like, I recognise his face. But give that? me this dark. I've heard that look. too. They just they have just you, put have, the, you, have you seen like a Nissan you Navarro? Look you look at it, they're identical. The Mercedes Ute and the Navarra, the exact same. They just whack a badge on it. Jar should pretend like he knows he wouldn't have a clue. I've been told that. That's and what I've, I've been told and, as well. But once I was told it, I've observed it with my own eyes mm. and been like, that's a Navara chassis with a Mercedes fucking badge on it and probably four times the price. Please continue. You disagree? Dude, that's not an answer. It no. wouldn't be. Apparently, it would be. Apparently, that's how they introduce the fucking... So Mercedes has never had a ute in the Australian yeah. markets and they, the way they introduce it to see if there's like any interest... Is they buy a chassis. No, but as in they haven't. As when, in the way have they you intro- seen a Mercedes Ute? Yeah, no, no. As in they have them, Josh. They have them. But the now. way they introduce them is by just going, let's put our skin over another Ute and see if anyone gives a fuck. And then if they give a fuck, then maybe they try and... That could be complete bullshit. It's what we heard. Don't you know? No, they shared the same chassis, the same, same suspension, same engine. Can you engine. talk over there, buddy? Start again, because that was... Same chassis. So they have the same chassis. Yep. They have the same suspension, the same engine and drivetrain. Um, and because the Mercedes, when it was first introduced, was built on the same platform as the Nissan Navara. So basically, I'm a genius, Tom. Can too. you apologise to us? That's okay. I appreciate that, mate. That yeah. No, that was big of you, though. Good luck with Graper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's keep moving. I don't know what that guy was saying. And I'm like, I recognise his face, but it's giving me this dark, dank look of just despair, like, can't let me in, or I will get out of this car. I have no idea what's going on in this dribble. face as hard as I can. It's like, oh, Flano, yeah, in oh, you yeah. go, mate. Off you go. And uh, let him in that pain. Didn't even offer to throw like, you know, a gold coin in the bucket or anything. Anyway. Next minute, um, this is at the same time as well because Newtown's playing Bulldogs in Resies, uh, and uh, Greg Eastwood back when he was getting muscled out of the dogs out of the dogs because he was on like eight hundred grand a year old salary cap money uh, and didn't give a fuck what he was doing, but he rocks up at this shit heap old Commodore like the first of the V Commodores, Amiga, black, beaten up, stinks of darts, the whole thing, little baby face rolls down the window, and uh, and it's nice as pie. Still throws money in the tent. So, fucking Greg Eastwood forever. Dragons never. Fuck him. Jeez. Look at that. That fall over like that? No, I, I just positioned it like that. Pretty impressive. Oh, my God. That is the <laughs> dumbest fucking thing. You were clicking at me. I'm thinking, fuck, what's happened? What are you? Did you see that, Josh? He just balanced his... He just... He just I mean, Josh is not... And he's like, look at that. Check this out. Do you we, see if you can no, do it. I got too much in there. Do you remember you could do that with Coke cans? Just see if you can do it. Yeah, it had to be at the perfect amount of Coke in just the see can. See if you can do it. Oh, nice! Wow, pretty dude. cool, huh? That is pretty. Co- it's that's actually cool. pretty cool. 
I don't trust it. But do you remember when I remember the first time someone showed me that with a Coke can? For those of you listening, I apologize. But when you could like you tip the Coke can and it was just on their little and it was just sitting. First time I saw that, and obviously I was like probably ten. Like I thought I was witnessing magic. Too much for your little brain. Far too much. Mm. Far too much. Not surprising. Yeah, but you were like a you know you were a, a product of your environment, right? You're a cynic, whereas I believed in magic and, and wizards and shit. Josh still does. Uh, is that it? We can do another one. If well, you have you is got it any, any good? Do, is there any good ones, or do you just pick them randomly? Do you not do what Dave does and go through them all and find the best? No, I do what Dave does. So you, so you go through them all and find the best ones? Yeah. Okay. Well, and is there, good, is there, is there another good one? Good one? There's a nice one that we can finish on. Nice. A nice, nice one. Okay. 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 I like nice ones. I better be about me. Or me. This might be. Tom, Eddie, not the all anymore. White Mamba, great nickname, by the way. Tobbs. Um, I just want to talk about sat there through in one go, listen to the whole seven hour podcast, world record, well done lads. Um, I was just, just gonna bloody say, really appreciate you guys. You do make me smile every time I'm listening to you, piece myself laughing, everything like that, mate. You guys make my day really appreciate you. So, Uru and um, everyone, bye. Big day and good day. Catch what up. a man. What a lovely young man. What an incredible, incredible representative of his family, his heritage, his people. Like, that is a nice, just a, just a really, really nice man. That restores my faith in humanity. Coming Listening, on. Knowing that there's homo sapiens out there, Tom. Getting around. That are dripping in character, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Dripping in uh, a strong st- uh, and respected mm-hmm. presence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 um, yep, yep. <laughs> Fucking oath, mate. Fucking oath. A strong and respected presence. Well done, that man. Beautiful words. What a man. Beautiful what words. Man. Shout out to Good Day. Oh. Shout out to Big Day. Shout out to fucking that guy. Shout out to that guy. Shout man. out to that guy. That was really nice. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get enough of that bloke. Nah. What a fucking bloke you are. What You're a, a credit to your, to your mum, to your dad, to your granddaddies, yeah. and to your grandmummies. Yeah, correct. And to your great granddaddies great. and, and your, your great grandmummies. And your great great granddaddies and your great great grandmummies. Trivia question: <laughs> Try like quickly off the top of your head. How many great great grandmummies and daddies you got? Sixteen. Is it sixteen? <laughs> <laughs> two. You answered it. Two grandparents. Four great grandparents. Eight. Hold on. What, did, what was the What's question? What's the question? No, no. Two. Four, no. Sixteen. What's the question? <laughs> How many great great grandparents have you got? Answer sixteen. Is that a little maths question for us all? Right, okay. I wonder if they'd be proud of us. Our great-great-grandparents? Probably not. I don't know who the fuck they are. No, I know that. I understand that much. But I respect you. No, thank you. Thank you, guys. Do you reckon any of them were huge dribblers? Like, do you reckon any of them sat around and fucking... It has to be passed down because your dad's a fucking dribbler and my dad's a dribbler. It has to be passed down. It has to be. But do you reckon that our great-grandparents, right, 
I'm, I know my you dad's used to go dad down to the pub, pub and punch darts and just fucking spin yarns. I I know my my old my granddad no, no. was a dribbler. I'm talking, we're talking great great here. Yeah, but it's passed down. Although my granddad, on my dad's side, actually didn't know his dad, so potentially the dribbler could have come from a different genealogy. Has anyone got the last name Dribbler? Johnny Dribbler. Like, uh, the, uh, like, do you want him to look that up? The Josh? last name, the last name Dribble is uh, pretty popular in the United States. I said Dribbler. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. Charge that doesn't help me. No, it doesn't help me. All right, see you later. Last potty before we go to Vegas will be on Monday. Bye. Bye. Joseph Dribbler. Died in 1962, died, uh, born in 1898. Joey Dribbler. Joey Dribbler. That's the last known Dribbler out there, other than us. Fuck, I want to change my last name. Do it. To Dribbler. Do it in Vegas. Uh, according to Facebook, there's a Justin Dribbler, a Kevin Dribbler, an Ian Dribbler. <laughs> Ian Dribbler. Hi, Ian, Ian sounds Dribbler. like a Dribbler. Ian Dribbler. Okay, great. Well, uh, good luck to all of them. Bye. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.